Welcome to the Positively Star Wars Senate Podcast. This is Obi-Wan Kenobi. May the Force be with you. Looky, looky, Simitai. He's a Jedi arriving. Treaty Senator. I am the Senate. This is the way. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first uh, episode of 2022. It is January, it's a new year. So, hello, everyone, as we talked about all things Star Wars on this episode in a positive way, no drama, no politics, just all good fun Star Wars banter and stuff here. And as ever, I am joined in this call for my friends across the pond. And this month we have Ryan. Hello there. Marie. Good morning. Ron. Greetings and salutations, fellow senators. Tony. Hello there. And Ricky. Hello. And myself, Stephen, the obligatory Brit, keeping these guys in order. As ever, remember that uh, you can uh, follow us on uh, social media and stuff. This is where I, I quickly call Ricky in to uh, remind you of where you can come find us on the uh, fast space of the internet. We're on Facebook at PSW Senate. We also have a Facebook group there. Um, on Twitter, we're at PSW Senate and on Instagram, PSW Senate Podcast. Or you can email us at Positively Star Wars Senate at gmail.com. We're online. I've been uh, pretty active on Twitter lately. It's my uh, resolution. I'm starting to uh, post a tweet every day, like, what Star Wars thing did you do today? So, uh, yeah, I'd like to see some responses on those. I've been getting some good stuff on there. So just uh, trying to get everybody active and uh, enjoying Star Wars and trying to stay positive on there and interacting with other positive uh, Star Wars accounts. So, yeah, it's been pretty fun. So We would love to hear from you, for sure. And if you uh, do like what you're hearing, do click on the subscribe button. Do leave a review. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Tell whoever you can, the random person walking down the street. And uh, it actually doesn't help us in any way, really. We can't make any money. <laughs> but uh, it's nice, isn't it, to get more people here interested and happy and talking Star Wars. Um, so on uh, this month's episode, we'll be talking about the book of Boba Fett. We've had two episodes, so one episode two since uh, last time around. And if we get any more time left and we haven't gone off too much in tangent, uh, we will talk about the High Republic. But first of all, as ever, we're going to go around the table and talk about what we've been up to since the last time round. And uh, first off in my list is Ryan. Hi, everybody. So this month, my library just got all the high, almost all the High Republic books on audiobook. So I've been listening to all of those this entire month. In preparation for Fallen Star, so I I really listened to Light of the Jedi, Rising Storm, Into the Dark, and I just listened to Test of Courage this morning. So I got all those knocked out, and it's actually really interesting to go back and re-listen to those with what's happening in Fallen Star, kind of like hints, and then the news updates that they dropped on January 4th. So it is neat to kind of go back through and catch things again. And I just picked up Fallen Star on Friday. And I'm about 100 pages into that so far. So pretty much it's been High Republic all month for me. Okay. Excellent. Uh, Marie. 
uh, mostly just watching Book of Boba Fett and watching it over and over because I am loving it. Excellent. Well, that sounds favourable coming shortly when we get to deep dive into it. Yes. Excellent. Okay. Uh, Ron. Hello, Stephen. Uh, let's see. Uh, and last, uh, since we chatted or whatever, I think we had Christmas, right? So my yeah. daily sins in, in, in Star Wars mm-hmm. was, uh, I'll post in, uh, something in the chat, uh, some simple fun of um, what was received for Christmas or received slash given for Christmas. So um, <clears throat> got a pram. So it was an impulse by is Facebook doing its thing to shove stuff in front of me or whatever of um of one of the pet stores having a thing or whatever and had this pram and it looked awesome on the on the um on the on the ad and everything on there but we get it and it kind of has a bit of a structural integrity problem um <laughs> that can be seen in the picture that the the top part of the pram sorts to want to collapse down on it. it's just it's a little heavy and it's not a rigid structure in there it's just all cloth and and, and stiff fabric or whatever so it kind of collapses down so it doesn't look like it floats by itself in the air either <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have the floating. I have the uh, I have the repulsor lift turned off at the moment, Ricky, in that photo, so I could get a good shot of it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, the the cats, the the furry ones that that was that that was uh, thought for is um they haven't taken to it as of yet. They're like trying to suffocate me. <laughs> yeah, and just they're, they're not quite sure about uh, how they like their other haunts, I guess. I, mean, I got to take all them away. That's probably what would help, you know, all their other places to hang out, the, the chairs and all the furniture that they're not allowed to hang out. So, yeah, there's there's some Star Wars fun that, that was had. Obviously, watching the Book of Boba Fett, rewatching some Mandalorian took place in all of that. And otherwise, uh, just enjoying the Star Wars chatter that is, you know, having new content out there and everyone uh, having that, having their say about it, good, bad or indifferent. And an obligatory Star Wars shirt that was received for Christmas, which is always exciting. Yeah, I'm just looking at that, taking me back to the days. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. It was a cool shirt. It reminds me, that looks, actually, it looks like the cockpit window has come off on the thing as well, which used to always happen on mine, too. Um, and anybody remembers the uh, the original, you probably, we've probably all got one somewhere, but I've got one, a million probably stuck outside in the shed somewhere, and uh, the cockpit Thing used to just come off all the time. I can never get it to stay on. Yeah, any and all toys, man. All the even, even the modern stuff. The cockpits are, are on there. They flip open, but they're got that safety mechanism, so they don't break or hurt anybody or whatever. And yeah, they're just they're instantly, man. They're just so quickly <laughs> removed from the ship the, and one, lost. I have one in the one in the landing legs at the back would be um, the other ones would be quite firm. But one of them would just be soft, and so you would end up the the falcon would land, and then it would just slightly tip on itself. At the yep. Back. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I have a tie did, fighter, and the wings always fall off. So. <laughs> there's that. Oh. They did that with the big Millennium Falcon. They're that huge Millennium Falcon. They did that, and then had removable legs so that you could fly it around or whatever but the removable legs just barely clipped in and i just remember every time trying to sit it down the you know they're not legs from a play standpoint so it could land on them they're for display they can hold but if you try to land and have the slightest little bit of tweak they come popping off uh, same for the Adat legs on the uh, galaxy heroes uh, no galactic heroes line the really kid the clunky chunky line yeah, um, had had very cool adats and and their legs on those things constantly popping off. The the safety aspect of toys just makes the playability unfun sometimes. But hey, we Ron, ended up having, um, yeah, you had shared the picture of a Grogu Christmas shirt. Did you wear that this holiday season? Oh, of course. I was like, I didn't see any pictures of him wearing that shirt. You you were you were pretty excited about it when you got it. <laughs> 
if I recall, it was a thrift store find in the middle of yeah, summer. Yeah, you found it. So, yeah, I was I was wicked excited to be able to wear it at Christmas time. And yeah, it was it was it made the one of the family parties this Christmas season. Yep, that's it for me. That was that was my fun for Star Wars for the past month or so. Excellent. Ah, yeah, there's the. Uh, <laughs> that is <a> shirt. <laughs> it is. Wow, that's fantastic. Okay, well, I thought you said. Well, I thought you said uh, Pram earlier on. I thought you literally met a Pram. I was going to say congratulations, and you, you got that one correct. Um, you mean a cat bed? Um, it's the Pram. The Pram is the Grogu thing, but it's actually a cat basket. Yes, yes. So that, <laughs> yeah, that not, Pram, not that's a Pram, in the photo not is Pram. Pram. It is an actual Pram, but it's 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 soft, fuzzy, and for small small dogs and cats. I'm getting thrown off by all these terms from Star Wars now. Pram, litter. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because at-at and um, uh, X-Wing and those terms are... Those are easy. Made up and easy. It may, so you, you accept Well, they're English. <laughs> <laughs> Tauntaun. <laughs> That's not made up. No, not at all. Okay. Thank you very much, Ron. And on to Ricky. Hello. Um, yeah, Christmas time. Uh, what is it? So yes, um, I, I showed you guys that um, 3D lamp that I got that I was I've been enjoying. Um, so yeah, I'm actually staring at it right now. I, I have the Death Star going right now. So yeah, I can switch it out. So that's the Death Star or, or the Falcon or R2. So that's been pretty good. I did get. Um, Ron was talking about the what is it? The, is it the Galaxy Adventures line, Ron? The one you're talking about? No, yeah, this before yeah. Galaxy's Adventures is a more recent clunky yeah. uh, line. This was way. This is a good mm. ways back because my kids, oh yeah yeah. Uh, this is Galactic that. Heroes, and it was a cool. It's a very cool line. Um, there were two packs of figures, and then there were really cool display boxings. They were like half a circle, um, um, and they were mm. let's see, three four inches tall. Maybe had a great display window, and in there would be a ship and 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 you know three care four characters display a little bit of a diorama. Those are very cool mm. as well. Um, I don't have anything any of those accessible to to snap a photo of. Them. I'll try to find something online, but yeah, there's been a number of kid lines, and the most recent one, this Mission Fleet line, seems to. Um, again, the toy distribution doesn't help. It seems to be successful because it does have ships. It does have figures. Maybe you know, that's what I because I I was gonna say I had got a um, IG11 with the speeder bike with the Grogu. I got one of those um, for Christmas and that's pretty cool. I don't, I don't really collect that line, but I just I'm starting to because that's pretty much all I see in the stores now. But yeah, I was the same way. I was like, yeah. I do not need another line. Trust me, I do not need another yeah. line. And didn't know how long it was going to last. But um, I just saw they put out the Razor Crest and they mm. put out Moff Gideon's tie, yeah. and those are pretty cool. And it's just like, uh, you know, I picked up some early ones because for favorite yeah. characters, Obi Wan, like, but yeah, yeah, it's it's another yeah, line that does seem to be working for kids because kids play with it a little earlier now. And I've been trying to um, collect all the Mandalorian figures. Um, and I don't really do the retro line, but it seems that that's all I've been finding. So I did get Moff Gideon now. Um, I got I picked that up this month, and he comes with the little dark saber. Doesn't really look like a dark saber because it's the retro line. <laughs> <laughs> you know the ones with the weird capes. You know the uh-huh. old school, you know, final cape that comes on it. So I got him, and then uh, who else? Oh, I get was Quill. Is that his name? Quill. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I've seen. Those yeah, two I got him. The retro one of him is cool. Like it looks neat. It looks like an old like '70s action figure. Um, so yeah, I got that. And then um, yeah, no, we just been watching. Uh, I did watch A New Hope over Christmas time, and um, rewatched uh, Book of Boba Fett again. And then 
But I did rewatch some of the scenes of Mandalorian and we watched Return of the Jedi. So, uh, yeah, just trying to catch up on stuff. And and now that we're done with our uh, full marathon, we can actually just go back and forth and watch different things. So, so that's been that's been pretty fun doing that. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much been it. It's been uh, it was a good holiday. I had, did a lot of uh, Star Wars rewatching and you know I got some stuff for Christmas, so it's good. Okie dokie. I'd like to ask Murray, did you, or is that everybody? I'm sorry. Dana. That is everybody, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Murray, did you, were you able to score any of the, uh, of the Hallmark ornaments? Ornaments, because I have no, zero actually, luck. <laughs> I, I didn't go back and, and look at those. I, I really need to go on the website and see if I can find some, but, um, I, because I really like to collect that Book of Boba Fett one. That one was really, mm-hmm. really cool. Yeah, it wasn't out nearly as much as uh, after season, after Christmas season, as as I have been in years past, whatever. So I didn't get, and the number yep. of Hallmark stores has diminished. But I finally got to hit one, and yep, it was seventy five off. So I was like, yeah, I missed the fifty percent off. I always tried to time it that that day that they would switch. I don't know when that happened this 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 go around, but not a Star Wars figure to be ha- or uh, ornament to be had. Missed oh, it. Wow. And I figured the popularity of it, uh, of of the resurgence of it and everything, was going to make it a challenge and told myself I should get them when they're 50 off because waiting for them to be 75 is going to be a challenge. But, yeah, so missed out on any of the 2021 tournaments this go around. They'll, yeah, they'll, they'll turn up eventually. That I bought earlier in the season, they weren't, you know, they were full price. But um, I think I got the Han Solo one. I, they're in a bag right now, so I, they're kind yeah, of away. So I'm not sure I exactly. I, I, because those things would always show up on clearance, I, I wouldn't allow myself to put the full price. But I did this year in like July or whatever it was. They they released a um a Falcon, a metal, um shiny uh, silver metal Falcon that had some weight to it. I can't imagine what tree Christmas tree branch is ever going to be able to hold this thing. It had some substantial <laughs> weight to it. But I was, that's Charlie it, Brown's tree. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's exactly going to be like that. You put that one on and one on it over over the branch is gonna go yeah but it was it was have a, you guys ever have you guys ever checked for these stuff like during the summertime like do they have late clearance ever no online? hallmark or the the, the stores will push that stuff you know it, they, mm-hmm. they've moved it from its prominent spot because now it's valentine's day and they push it to the yeah. back store somewhere and some stores yeah will leave it out for a long long time because they just need to move pro you know if they don't have if they don't need the shelf space i guess Leave it out there uh, just to move product. Somebody might take a chance on it or yeah, you know, I whatever. Had, I subject. had a hard time finding any type of different kind of ornaments this year. But, uh, maybe I'll check online on Hallmark and see if they have it. You anything. mean Star Wars ornaments? Yeah. Well, anything. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't find any. Like, you know, everything was just like generic, like Christmas tree, generic candy. Mm. And I was trying to look for some kind. I found, I ordered a Fortnite figure online, but I couldn't find I anything. I think that boils down to all those uh, supply chain problems, too. Cause yeah. In, like in November, when I went to Long Beach, um, we went out to the um, the area, you know, the beach where the the area of the port is, and there were the supply ships lined up. And this was like November, so you can imagine that's that's probably still kind of, you know, coming into play. Um, how many? How many that, are you out? How many did you see out in the water? Would you say? Dozens? Oh God! It, okay. There were yes, at least twenty. Wow. It was okay, a lot. Wow. It was a long line. Man, yeah. good, thank goodness Hondo isn't a real person. <laughs> <laughs> Okie dokie. Um actually that 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 chair photo that chair thing just brought up a, uh, a thought in my head, but I won't say it now because we go we won't we'll get into that very shortly. Mm-hmm. Um I think oh, I was just gonna say I, I, I did get a Star Wars um thing at Christmas as uh, as most you guys would know I had Wait what? The, I know. Oh um, go do go on. It's an upgrade from uh, It's gonna add to the clapper. <laughs> it's just not it's not great. Gonna need crap. a bigger shelf. 
I know. I am going to need a big. I'm going to need a shelf now. Um, yeah, right. Got, a shelf. A shelf. I got the Secrets of the Sith book, which oh, yeah. I haven't read yet. But I did look through it quite quickly and have a play. It's got lots of um. Well, you guys are in America. I don't know. You guys got them in America, but over in the UK, when I was growing up, we used to have a lot of um children's books where you could you open each page and the stuff to pull out and 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 poke and you could open up things like look open up a door to look through the door and uh you could pull stuff at the side of the page and make stuff move on the page yeah um yeah yeah pop-up book yeah yeah i suppose you could are you saying that's a common thing you think over there because i don't think that's no well we had them i remember them in the 80s i obviously i've grown up a bit since then so i don't know whether they're still much i I have some old ones from my mom that she gave to my daughter that are about fairies and you can like move things around and you know open the little i used to i I probably still got out the shed somewhere there was one on the haunted house it was i Mm. love that when i was younger i actually have a uh empire strikes back one from 1980 that i got um probably through scholastic book orders when i was a kid oh cool that's probably from the yeah there was quite a lot of them in it anyhow this this book is a bit like that um, there's lots of things that you can open up and they make sort of 3D um, sort of um, pop-up sort of shapes. And then there's little um, envelopes you can open and there's some other things you can move. Uh, it's not quite as, what's the word, as um, uh, well-made as perhaps the ones in the 80s. Because I found that everything I pulled out to look at can't get down things back in. Uh, mm. <laughs> things that, it's, not like, it's not like hard cardboard, it's like thin card. Oh, You've got yeah. them out from those <laughs> slots. You can't get the darn things back in again. Um, I, I saw the um, Wayfinder image that you had yeah. in that little video. That that's all right. Saw. That's all right. But there's things, there's things like um, you pull something out. It's supposed to be like a secret granite mm-hmm. thing hidden in an envelope. And you try and put it but It's tight as a very tight thing. And um, I, 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 was, I did see some of the posters on Reddit. And one of the two Star Wars, two Star Wars things I found on Reddit, which was sane and stuff, I posted that and said that it was an absolute nightmare. And quite a lot of people agreed with me that... It's best actually not to actually play with them because you won't get the things back as they were beforehand. If you're one of those kind of people who you know buy something and you want it to be in kept in mint condition, then there's no yeah, what's the point play of anything. <laughs> but it is yeah. it's quite nice. It's not actually it's a very it's a hardcover book and it's not very many pages. I really could have read it mm. by now twenty hundred times. I just haven't got around to it. But uh, as Perrine have got the audible book of the of the Fallen Star and I'm making good progress in that um but that's about all we can say at this at this juncture on that one so we shall move on to the book of boba fett which we've had two episodes now since uh we were last here and uh i have got a little bit of a recap here i haven't gone for the basic synopsis but i shall quickly just risk through the the two episodes so that we remember roughly what happened the first episode was like 25 minutes long, wasn't very much. The second episode was like 50 mammoth minutes long and was quite uh, uh, substantial, yes. So in the first episode, we had Bobo in his little back-to-tank and uh, doing lots of flashbacks to his time on Camino. We saw Death of His Father. We saw him... I can't remember what we saw. Death of His Father and his father going off in the slave ship sort of thing, I think we saw. And then we also saw him in the Sarlacc pit escape him using the air from the stormtrooper which we've talked about in the in the chat and stuff and the flame thrower to obviously we didn't quite see it but obviously to burn the whole thing to a um a carcass and then dig his way out without a spade 
and um, burst out, and then he's absolutely constantly knackered. Jawas turn up, nick his armour, then he's sort of taken the custody of some Tuscan raiders. And then in the present day, we see him in, in Jabba's palace, and all these people come to pay tribute. Um, then one of the uh, prime ministers, second in charge, was it prime minister's second in charge? Was it? Major Domo. Major Domo. Yeah, I'll talk about all this stuff in a minute, actually, some of these name terms and things. He turns up, no tribute. So they go off to, uh, they go to one of the cantinas, don't they, in Mos Espa, as it actually is. There's another bit of an assassination attempt by some mutant ninja turtles of sorts. Um, and Boba doesn't really do very much, but then Patek Shang goes after, chases after them and eventually catches one. I think that's near the end of episode one. Yeah, she catches yep, one. Yeah, it is. But meanwhile, Boba's gone back to his back to tank for a little bit of a relaxation. And then we see some flashbacks to Boba with the Tuskins searching for these water globe things, which is quite a genius, I thought, to be searching for. And Boba taking down that forearm Mortal Kombat style. Um, <laughs> I think it's Goro. <laughs> yeah, thing. Or more Jason the Argonauts thing, wasn't it? Uh, getting flashbacks to here, which obviously earns him some kudos with the Tuscan radars, even. Um, so, yeah, in, in episode two, then they are, are interrogating the one of the um, assassins which they catch who won't talk, so they. Do the old. What was the what was the cry that um, they made in Return of the Jedi when they fit, when they press that button and the pet opens up? Babushka, wasn't it? Well, oh, ring. shouting anything. I'm sure they do. I'll come back to that later. Anyway, so he falls into the he, the, the assassin falls into the Rancor's pit. Absolutely wrecks his pants, but of course there is no Rancor there, um, which is another question in itself, I suppose. And he confesses that the mayor sent him. So off they go to the mayor. And we get a little bit of a comedy sketch where he's waiting at the um, at the uh, reception the desk to see the mayor. Um, I thought he's going to like take a ticket and wait in a line sort of thing. <laughs> um, but now they get in and they get to see the the mayor who is called says he a mock chaise mock chaise um, who sort of, does he speak through an is there an electronic interpreter thing was that yeah there is an interpreter thing there's a trans a transmitter or something yeah yeah. And it was actually uh, the director talking for him. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody with a script. All the species use them. Yeah, all the species use them. Ah, right. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Anyway, he says he didn't send the, uh, he didn't send the assassin, basically, and that uh, Boba should be uh, uh, more worried about who did send the assassins than um, than the mayor, sort of thing, and tells, well, see, he finds Boba to go to Garza's sanctuary, which actually we don't see in this episode. He goesn't there. Do we? Yeah. He's going there, but he actually get there, doesn't he? He goes in there, he talks to her. Yeah, he talks to her for a minute, and then the drums sound. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. When he says, Garza's sanctuary, basically basically mean the cantina, don't they? Forgot that yeah. bit. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's right. I was reading this here, goes, sanctuary? I don't remember going to a sanctuary. So, yeah, so after going to there, there is these drums, we hear these drums thing, and then we get the two Jabba's cousins, the so-called uh, twins turning up, being carried by, I counted them, it's about 12 slaves, I imagine. Which didn't seem like anywhere near enough for for for, for two of them, and they have a little bit of a standoff. Oh, and um, but there's going to be no bloodshed because that's uh, not good for business and probably a bit too early in the series, really, for all that kind of stuff. And I've got to say, there was also that the the twins have a Wookiee gladiator, which I've looked for the pronunciation, and it's Kursantan, Mm. apparently. 
Lex. Um, who comes from the, help me out here, from those comics. Dr. Aphra. That's it. I knew, I see, there's, there's actually found a reason to read those comics now, um, that series. I haven't I put it off beforehand, but uh, now it seems like it's slightly more interesting. It's pretty decent. Hmm. So uh, Bubba, Boba returns to the uh, back to tank after this, and then we get the rest of the episode is a long flashback to his time with the Tusken Raiders, it, him training how to use their, their weapons and all that kind of stuff. And then we get to see this great sequence and great part, I thought, of the episode with this desert train thing, which is absolutely awesome. I'm getting a bit ahead of myself, but I really did love the idea of a train on the sands and just seeing it come in and going past and stuff. But anyway, it's all these, um, oh, I, forgot, I forgot what they're called. What are they called, those? Um, pikes. 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 I didn't realise that until the end, to be fair, that they were pikes. Um, so every time the train goes past, the pikes just take random shots at the sand, at the sand people for no good reason, really, it seems. The rest of the episode is really about Boba helping them come, uh, learn how to use speeders and then attacking the train. And... Uh, well, yeah, that's really, I'm just trying to think, that is really a lot of it. And also getting his um, weapon, which I'm not sure what that's called. Um, car. Gaffy stick. Sorry? Gaffy stick. Gaffy, gaffy, gaffy stick. stick. A gaffy stick, yeah. Made and stuff. And then being dressed as a, a sand person, kind of a goodoo and stuff at the end, I would imagine. That's what uh, we're going down to. So that's a brief sort of thing, just to remind us exactly roughly what happened. But uh, obviously, really speeding over that last second episode which was a long flashback sequence. So we'll go, we'll go around the table just to give everybody a good chance to, uh, to say something. So, Ryan. Um, a couple things that I liked is, and this is probably something that probably nobody else notices, but I always notice this in Mandalorian, but I love the fact that they show Boba Fett actually putting on his helmet and taking off his helmet. Because if you notice in Mandalorian, it's always the helmet comes down to the top of the head and then there's a scene cut. So I love the fact that Boba, and I get it's, I don't know why they're doing it, but it is blaringly obvious to me, at least, in The Mandalorian, even when Bo-Katan does it, that nobody really puts helmets on or off, but Boba Fett fully, fully puts it on and takes it off several times. So I just got to say, I really appreciate that part of it. I don't know why it's always bothered me, but to actually see him put it on instead of an obvious cut to a stunt double you know, tomorrow Morrison actually puts it on and I'm like, okay, that's really cool. So I did, I did enjoy that part of it. Um, the monster at the end, which is new, I guess new to star Wars, from my understanding, I loved the design and it just makes Tatooine seem very dangerous. You know, They have a Sarlacc pit. They have these random sand monsters. They have crate dragons, you know, they have the crazy dogs. So it's like, Tatooine is becoming more and more dangerous to me, and I find that pretty funny. So there's that. that when they uh, saw the um, when that before that monster came out, I thought it was going to be a crate dragon again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I thought that's still that's awkward, nice. but I have to say, yeah. Mm. But yeah, I love the design where he walks on two legs and, like you said, Ricky's yeah. the row. Yeah, and then cool. just to all four to like beat people up. So I love a good monster battle. So that one was great. Uh, have we seen anything like those uh, water orbs? Like, do those just grow on Tatooine now? And you just dig for them? Were they like eggs, or was it... I was trying to work up. They just seem to be like cups of water. It's like, it's like a coconut, coconut, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it's or like seen, a coconut. Or, they call it a black melon, I think. We've seen mm. it. We, yeah. we saw it in Mandalorian. Did we? 
We didn't see, oh. obviously, we didn't see anybody dig and find them and all that, but yeah, we saw them used in the Mandalorian. We was that the them, thing that were, uh, Cobb Vance didn't want to drink because he thought it was disgusting? Uh, I don't know that I remember specifically, but I know we've seen them in the Mandalorian. But again, mm-hmm. the digging for them, obviously, we we had you know first we've seen them, yeah. But yeah. where, what they're from, or how they're you know why they're a thing. And boy, they're boy they're right there on the surface. The, the, there ain't a whole lot of yeah. digging down for you know if they were <laughs> right exactly if they were there from some previous hmm. iteration of whatever the Dune Sea was or yeah. you know you know the, I think they'd be a little the sand swept aspect of dunes and everything. I think they'd be down a little farther, but yeah, we got to tell a story. Yeah. yeah, brings a new meaning to combing the desert. So yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they stone troopers found any of them when they were out there. Looks yeah. like melons. <laughs> yeah, also, I do wonder about them. Is it water? Is it milk? Is it something else? They, I think they, they did refer to it as milk. They refer to the... it as milk, yeah, but... I do they? They say... Right. Yeah, but, like, coconut milk, you know, it's the same thing. It's it's water. Probably has, like, a... Maybe it's, like, place. eggs. Maybe it's, like, eggs. So... Yeah, yeah, that would make more sense. Yeah, because, I mean... But... Maybe it's I'm the a, lizard monster eggs that they're digging up. Well, maybe that's yes. how you make blue milk with those. Yes. I thought blue milk was well, they had them. Oh, yeah, yeah you're right. Milk, which I thought was terribly strange, but you know, cool, good for banthas. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to cover everything since I was first on the list, but uh, yeah, I just kind of wanted to hit on those points, but so I thought I'd touch on the helmet, and because I actually this is one of the things I love the most, and the cinematography is fantastic. You know, it's a slow building story, but uh, it's obviously going to something big. And episode two leaps way ahead, which we'll touch base on. Okay, Marie, episode one, not the film, or the fat one. Yeah. <laughs> um, one. <laughs> I was really thrown off by the fact that Jennifer Beals looks really, really, really good. She was the um, she was the uh, Garza Flip, the owner yeah. of the sanctuary. Yes. Mm. Um, she looks really good for her age. She's got to be fifty something by now. But anyway, um, I want to look like her when I grow up. I think you just, I think you just wear some. Like got a lot of makeup on for starters, but uh, yeah, it, yeah. It's a lot of makeup. But she's still, you know, yeah. She's still no, I have to say, you're right. Very seductive as well. I found her sort of very. Yeah, they have a real back to tank somewhere on that side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. for, for her, I don't know Ming what it is about Tatooine, but it treats people really, <laughs> really well. Does, Not Obi Wan. <laughs> well, apart from Obi Wan, yeah. Yeah, but no, like right. um, I like I really like the um the the design of the sanctuary the the whole like um cantina vibe that it had and uh, Max Rebo was there I was like oh Max yeah, Rebo survived were they all there there's not all of them was it no no it wasn't all of them because I was expecting to see size noodles but she wasn't there well somebody said well did we say this in the chat half of them were on the on the on the barge that blew up weren't they or something? no yeah they were most of they them don't were. show them I rewatched it yesterday and I did not huh? see any of the band on the cell barge. Max is there. Max I didn't see him. On there. I remember seeing him on there. Are you sure? Because I watched it yesterday and I was looking for him. I did not see him. I don't think you watched very hard. Were you watching the original version? Were you watching? Well, whatever's on Disney Plus right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever's on Disney Plus. Because I remember there being music on the barge. They had. Yeah. Yes. No, you're right. They could have had like some kind of stereo system, but I'm pretty sure that that Jabba would have wanted to bring his music. They had on music, because... and you could kind of see part of the instruments, but they don't actually show the band. Mm. I'll have to yeah, go back I always re- I always remember seeing uh, Max Max in the background on the barge. I do. I, I'd have to go back and see exactly at what point, but in my mind, he was always there. Yeah, yeah I, was, I, was I, was the... assumed, I always assumed he blew up with the barge. Uh, yeah, and there's been, some de- 
Yeah, clearly he didn't. So right, he did. But yeah, there's been some debate in the chatter and all that. That you know, obviously, I don't know when that fighting's going on. People are like, well, you know, they would leave. I'm like, I don't know if if when the bar fights break out, does 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 the Jeff Healy band you know leave the the roadhouse? No, they just kind of cower in the corner and wait till it all dies down. You know, but when someone escaped because Bib Fortuna escaped because he was there. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Start fighting and he's nowhere to be seen. Escape. All I know is that when the Titanic went down, that three piece band was playing all the way. (laughs) <laughs> they weren't Max Rebo though. They weren't interviewing. <laughs> and, and the other point I brought up to the to the leaving is if you knew it was going to go or the Hindenburg was the thing people were bringing up. If you knew it was going to explode, then yes, you're going to leave. But you don't yes. know that Luke is going to point the gun at the deck and have the thing hit the artillery cache or the the yeah. fuel storage or whatever the heck it is that he hit that blew the thing completely. You know, so to leave the ship when all of that's going on, you, you're you're going to sh- jump off of it to get in the desert. No, I don't believe anybody's leaving while the fight happens. Now, surviving the explosion because you happen to be in the right place and it, it shielded you from the butt. But the way that thing goes kablooey, much like Death Star 2, it's very hard to think anybody survives it. You know, somebody young and athletic, perhaps Max Rebo, that's a bit of a stretch. But he obviously yeah, survived. So, yeah, yeah he's skin. there. I mean, if you were drawn, <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know, R2 and C3PO survived just by jumping off. Yeah. Uh, um, so, there were a couple of skips uh, circling around the yeah, sub yeah. Yeah. But yeah. 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 I mean, obviously they survived because we see it in there. But yeah, the the how the machinations of it. The problem I had with it in the chat, you know, in, in the in the discussion that we were having in the chat is 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 it becomes, you know, if there's not a legit a good reason or an explanation, it just becomes a, like time travel, a storytelling crutch to anybody who wants to tell a story. Because if those two survived, who else outside of Jabba is the only one we actually saw, you know, die? You know, who who and some some Nictos and and the like or whatever. So you could conceivably have everybody surviving the blast, and that wasn't the intent of what we saw as kids in '83. So it just it's it's it is what it is. It's like, necessary. I, I always like story, to think story that, but. that Luke and the heroes wouldn't kill an innocent band. <laughs> you know? Like I would, I would think also, that. The, uh... Also, seen characters cut in half and they still survive. So, you know, we've seen on-screen deaths and people still survive. Mm. Yeah, I've, anything's I've, possible. Yeah, I think there's there's. there's it's become a bit Dennis, isn't it? At times, um, sort of uh, Star Wars at the moment, people surviving when we think they're dead. I, I quite to a way, I like. I don't mind people bringing back some people who survived. It seems to be quite a lot of it happening. I think um, at the moment, and I'm probably one of those fans who would have been quite happy if Boba Fett stayed dead because at least dead is dead sort of thing. Going back to my lost um, characters, but we've got what we got. And I'm quite happy with what we got, but it does. You, you just can't. If so many people keep coming back when you think they're dead, you've got to wonder that how many, in the future how many times anybody actually is dead when they think they're dead. That's the only problem, isn't it? But um, kind of like Mace Windu, and everyone says he's alive. So. Yeah, I mean the Emperor survived. We've got Boba Fett yeah. survived. Maul got cut in half. I think I think Mace could survive being electrocuted in front of a window. I mean, I've hashed this out many times before. Maul's in half and down a shaft or whatever. Qui Gon. Yeah. Master of the Force, Jedi Master, wicked, yeah. wicked, wicked, gets poked in the gut with a saber and dies. So, it wasn't the gut, so, though, was it? It was hard in the gut. Oh, he was poked in the gut. And and it don't matter what he was poked in. He, and he can't find a way to keep it together. You know, so, but 
it is a bit of the Ming Ming never dies, but hmm. it's it's creeping into Star Wars, and I but particularly don't. Qui think. Qui Gon was a true Jedi, and he didn't fear death, and he knew when he died, he became one with the Force. So you know, like, hey, I got yeah, no, exactly. There's something to that for sure. But there's definitely a quote somewhere where George said, "No, I killed off Maul because I learned my lesson with Fett." I wanted to make sure people knew he was, you know, that the, there wasn't a chance. That's why he splits in half and falls down the shaft. I got to find what yeah. DVD commentary or whatever that's from. Cause I just, I always go back to that. He, he did it right that time. Cause he learned his lesson, cool character, but he wanted to, but then he, he, even he goes back on it. Cause he needed, he a learned cool his character. lesson with Fett. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Kind of, kind yeah, of, killed another cool character. So full, full circle. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, I think, I think that, it'd be, yeah. At least if, um, well, we don't know how far it's going yet, but we don't know how, f I mean, Fett doesn't actually seem to be that bad off for falling into the Sarnak pit. If he came out over half a leg missing and uh, blind or something like that, or, you know, absolutely staggering around and stuff, then it wouldn't quite seem, at least you would feel like he suffered for big coming back sort of thing. But at the moment, it doesn't seem to be. His whole body was, like, scarred, though. Yeah, he's yeah, even, even like that. Even that's becoming a bit. Well, I still can. I asked the question: Why did he come out over there? He, you know, oh, he's it's probably easier. I don't well, know. See, I, what I, you know of the uh, being to Disney, they show you a, or a, a baby he went laterally, Sarlacc. and he couldn't climb up. So he diagonal. So you have to go sun. diagonal, yeah. don't you? Yeah, I can understand going diagonal. But uh, at the beginning of it, he's near the mouth. He's near the opening. There is daylight shining on his helmet. And, you know, home, I, I have a feeling he so went out the side the because to, to climb up, he'd keep getting pulled back down by the yeah. the tentacles. So. But he killed yeah. it. He blew it. Well, he, yeah. well, until he, he, burned, um, he burned it. Not until he burned it. What, did he actually kill it? He kind of burned it and hurt it to be able to get out. But I, It wasn't moving it was when he got out. It was clear whether it was dead. You know? yeah, I mean, it wasn't stayed, moving at all. He could have stayed there and had a nice barbecue, couldn't he? He could just had ate all that for the next year. Then then got out. The digging, the digging up or out, you know, through the sand is, yeah. a, is a challenge, but it, but it, it fits the uh, Parks and Rec narrative and made for the stunning visual and all that. But it just is like, what, what, why, 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 what come out? How did, how was it we came out the side? That's a lot of sand. When you when you see it, Doc Ondars, and when you see where the Sarlacc is, it's very. Um, from, yeah. my, from memory, it's very straight down in, in, in you yeah. know, it's not curled up. It's very deep, the bottom of it, you know, so it's it's very straight down, very vertical in the sand. So to come out over there means he went through a lot of sand. Well, How does he know I mean, what's rather, up in, in, in the sand? How do you know what, what your orientation is versus he was maybe, right there near the opening and had daylight falling on his helmet going up? Maybe he was trying not to crawl through any more acid because all that stuff would have been, you know, climbing up the stomach and going through the mouth and throat and all that stuff. So. And and then he, he didn't, you know, out sand. He throws it kind of in the sarlacc and behind him type of thing. So sand could be sand could be Dro very loose in that yeah, pit. Dry, yeah, that could be too. Dry it sand be would be an absolute nightmare though. It would just keep coming in and in and in, wouldn't it? But I imagine it must have been damp, clayey kind of sand, perhaps near the. I mean, but around the sarlacc, it's going to be loose because yeah, it, it's that, that would be a, that would help help me yeah. a little bit. That right, it'd be very very wouldn't be a compact sort of wind wind swept. You know, like a sand dune is very is almost like concrete. The sand is so. So dense. Um, the crate dragon too. Crate dragons swim through the sand. So yeah, uh, I think swam through rock somehow too. So that was crazy. So Marie, do you, Marie, do you think that was figuring Dan in the band too, or was that just Max Rebo? 
I have no idea who that could have been. I think it. I think that may have may have just been some random bit that was you know, that they contracted to you know play the play whatever it is. They were doing like a remix of the Cantina song. <laughs> they were. Yeah, yeah. That's why I would think it was it was Figure and Dan just for for that reason alone. Other, otherwise, why uh, mention what's yeah? They, they both I'm lost their bands when they teamed up. Do senators watch with the um, captions or the closed captioning on? I, I highly do. recommend I that. And, yeah, and I, I think I think the closed captioning even says something about. I think it describes it as the uh, Cantina song in, in some different form or something. Yeah, um, it's a Cantina basically. song remix or something. So basically, they come up with they come up with no new music in five years. Basically, <laughs> oh, they're playing the hits. Yeah, yeah. they're playing the hits exactly. Oldies but goldies. <laughs> the other reason that they that I think that they named Max Rebo and not Figure and Dan is not because anybody knows who either of them are by name, other than you know us diehard fans. But I think it was to specify that yes, this is Max Rebo. It's not just another one of his another species. Yeah. yeah. You know. They wanted to make that clear. Who oh, survived that blast? Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's not like oh look, there's another another Max Rebo. You know, like there's. There's baby Max, you know, or whatever. You know, it's like, no, this is the real one. This is, you know, he survived. But no, this is Dan, the guy. They, yeah, if they put Figure and Dan, you know, a lot of people might have been well, like, who's Figure and Dan? Who's Dan? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but anyway, but I, I I, think it's Figure and Dan just because they named the song. Otherwise, you know, yeah, I don't think it would have made a difference. I guess it's whatever you want it to be, right? Does anybody else want to say anything about episode one? Well, I'll say, yep. if nobody else, I'll jump in, um, that I enjoyed it. However, I felt at the end of it, I felt a little, like, iffy about it. I couldn't quite put my finger on it. There were certain things. Um, I, for one, was never on board with the whole, like, a Boba Fett movie or a, a Boba Fett series. I was kind of, you know, like, I, I'm excited for it because it's Star Wars and and everything on that level but it's not something i ever wanted like whereas with han solo i did um because uh he was he's probably like you know one of my favorite characters and so with him i and in him i didn't necessarily want to see uh a backstory but i wanted to see uh more stories you know like him you know you always knew that there were a lot of adventures uh, that he was having with Chewbacca smuggling and doing stuff like that. So that's what I wanted to see. I didn't necessarily want to see any type of an origin. With Boba Fett, Boba Fett was always just a character that was two-dimensional to me. It's like he was just, you know, he was this mysterious bounty hunter that was a badass. He showed in. He did what he did, needed to do. He had very few words. So the idea of of, uh, of already showing us more and then not only that, he died. And, you know, he died in, in a quote-unquote not very uh, awesome way. But, you know, everybody wanted him to come back. I kind of did. And I'm like, okay, he died. You know, let's 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 just leave, let it be. So I wasn't that excited about that. I didn't want to see more fleshed out. I didn't want to see him humanized. I didn't want to see him become a hero, which, it, you know, I don't know. That just seems like, you know what they do with everybody now everybody becomes a straight-up hero you know he could be kind of an anti-hero but i mean i feel like the mandalorian is more boba fett than boba fett is at least from what we've seen right now in in the show um so that was the thing i kind of wasn't that excited about it i didn't want to see uh 
the typical thing that happens where, you know, um, they kind of take away from, from who he is by beating him up all the time. You know, like the Tuscans, you know, he gets, he gets, uh, his uh, armor stolen by the Jawas. He gets, uh, you know, kidnapped and beaten up by the Tuscan Raiders. Uh, you know, like they're really kind of just humanizing and, him. And I was and kind then, of on the same boat with that, where like, yeah, he wasn't that interesting of a character. I think all the stuff happening in the first couple episodes now made him interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Like now there's a story there. I'm yeah. interested. There's, yes. Yes. The, the second, the second episode definitely helped, but, but the first one, I think that's what I was feeling. I was like, see, I was like, this is what I was, you know, I didn't really want to see this. Um, I don't want to see this side of, of Boba Fett. You know, it's like Boba Fett to me, I don't want him to be a three dimensional character. Like, you know, in my opinion, I just, I like that he's a two dimensional character. He's just this cool looking dude that comes in and he just, you know, he does what he does and we don't really know anything about him. I don't want him to be fleshed out, even though, you know, if we go back to the prequels, we found out a lot more of him, you know, and then the Clone Wars too. But I mean, that's already kind of enough, you know. what I mean, like that's already filled in, already sort of enough, you know. And if I and never if we did see more, yeah, <laughs> yeah, never, never enough. It's never enough. Well, see, and and I like that in the Attack of the Clones that they they showed his face and they showed, like, yeah. like, you know, yeah, he's yeah, basically yeah. every uh, clone trooper. So I mean, yes, absolutely. Which I mean, you, they, you didn't get Boba Fett for like two minutes in the original trilogy, and then now I'm like, guess what? He's everywhere now, all over. The he's galaxy, everywhere, so. yeah. Yeah, yeah, so now, I, I mean, that, I like that. that, already, that yeah, that already I, I, I never understood why in the OT why he was regarded as such a great bounty hunter, and then he gets hit with the stick from behind the back and falls and dies. Like, there you go. <laughs> there you, know? you go. You know, not yeah. only that, but then he, he comes out of the Sarlacc, and they steal his armor, and he gets, you know, it's like, wow, you know, where's the badass? What, you know, he couldn't, uh... anyway, so I guess that's what I, that's kind of what I was feeling. Um, there was a lot of this, you know, things in the episode that I liked. I, I always like, you know, the ones I do like seeing get fleshed out, are the the Tuscan Raiders? You know, like we we got some of that in the Mandalorian, and now we're getting even more here. You know, I like that. I like that aspect because I've always liked them. But Boba, yeah, I was having a little bit of 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 a uh, of difficulty with that. The other thing too is it's kind of there's the there's this one line from I don't know you know if any of you are are Marvel MCU fans, but there's that line that's reminding me of this situation uh, where you know Captain America. Uh, keeps telling uh, Iron Man, Tony Stark, you know, like, who are you without the armor? You know what I mean? And that's, yeah. you know, so that that keeps kind of playing in my head throughout this series, throughout both episodes so far. It's like yeah, he's kind of learning. This. Yeah, he's kind of learning to be who he was without the armor, I guess, you know, or not not being so reliant on it. Well, then you see him in Clone Wars when he was younger, no armor. He was kind of searching for an identity kind of, you know, what am I good? Yeah. Am I bad? You know, like right. you know, I feel bad right. doing this job, but you know, I'm not gonna kill people, and you know. Yeah, so that always that that's good that they did show that because they kind of started planting the seeds way back mm-hmm. then. You know yeah. that hey, you know this guy's not just a, a straight up bad guy. So yeah, so um, there was something else I was gonna bring up about about uh, him and the Tuscans. Um, like I was the one thing I was wondering, and I guess this is kind of playing into it. Like after he kills uh, the desert monster, the, I call him the Harryhausen, the Harryhausen monster. He looks like one of those monsters from a Ray Harryhausen yeah. movie. But uh, after he kills that one, why doesn't he leave? You know, because it was just him and the kid, you know, which he very well could have overpowered him and just taken off. But he doesn't. You know, he kept telling he kept telling the Rodian if. 
we can escape, you know, we can get out of here and, you know, we can get to Anchorhead or we can go, you know, but it wasn't until he was by himself and he killed the monster that something switched. It's like, why didn't he leave at that point? He very well could have. He didn't need to go back. Protect the kid, maybe. Yeah. And then he's never really been a leader. He was always like, I mean, he was in Jabba's. He wasn't in charge of anything. He kind of just went with the winning team. Kind of thing, it's a know? great, it's a great, th- great point. Never heard, never thought of it, and hadn't heard that brought up. Or whatever is he still chained to the Rodian? Not that he's got to follow the kid anymore. No, no, no. He's still got the chains. He's he still got the chains. No, yeah, he still had the chains. He had the chains, but he was. I think he was like loose at that point. You know, was he? he could have. He, he I think he up. was. I'd have to go. I'd have to go back to to be a hundred percent. They didn't. But they I think he still was, was because when we were like, watching yesterday. Like we were like, he's gonna have to drag that Rodian all the way back to the kid because <laughs> he's chained to his leg. No, yeah, and then when they like walk, he doesn't. They, walk they go back, back to the camp. Yeah. When they go back to the camp, the kid's carrying the head. Yeah. And that's all he cares about. He's like running ahead of him. He's not even like, you know, dragging Boba or anything. Boba just walks kind of walks in on his own. And it wasn't until I watched it the second time that I was like, why does he go back? You know, like, why yeah, didn't he just hit, that's the, a great why, why didn't he hit the kid? Hit the kid in the head with a stick or something and then just take off. You know what I mean? Other, he could have. He kept saying, he kept telling the Rodian. We could escape. Do you want to help escape? Come on, let's escape. Let's escape. But other then they kills like, the monster. Other than not knowing where he is on the desert, but they were close to a settlement but, because they they had just recently saw the the house get um, tagged. So he would know in what direction yeah, that was. You know that that wasn't too far. It wouldn't have no, been too far away. Yeah, he had no qualms about that, you know, because he kept telling the Rodian, you know, we can get out of here. We can make it to, you know. So well, maybe now that he's seen this scary, dangerous, four-legged creature, he's like, wait a minute. Uh, maybe and this he is did get a bit injured fighting him. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just, I just, I just had that thought. I was like, I was like, no, it's, a good, it's a definitely why, a good thought. And then there's also the, the kid may have said, the kid may have said something about, you know, come back with me and I'll, I'll help him. But he doesn't because the kid clearly goes back and makes it out like I slayed the, I slayed the, the Harryhausen and is telling the story or whatever. And, 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 and there's a, that great scene that, that ends the episode where the leader, you know, is like, here, I, I know that kid didn't do it here. Have one of these. Yeah, notes. here. You know, he, the, the leader knew exactly what, you know, knew what yeah. transpired to some extent. So, and yeah, but that's a great, that's a great, a great why. Yeah. Why return? Why go back? I think we're honest, the kid claimed the victory. I always thought as the kid was saying that, oh no, what he's done, he's killed the monster for yeah, us. Yeah, that's what I got from it. That's what uh, I, I think if you watch it again, I think the kid's yeah, kind no, of yeah, taking claim. taking the credit for it. Yeah. That's I feel like that yeah. too, to start with. Yeah. They do pat him on the back. So, yeah. Yeah, but but the leader, the the commoners are kind of buying it or listening to the story or whatever. But the leader definitely knows. All right, there's no chance that little snit um, killed that thing or whatever. Thank you for, yeah, for keeping him safe. You know, my grandson. You know, sorry, my grandson's being a little little jerk here. Yeah, thanks for keeping him safe. <laughs> Maybe he just wanted the respect, you know, because he's like he knows that he killed it, and if that thing gets taken back, he's just gonna be like, yeah, that was me. I'm both. Well, his, his only other option would be to walk by himself with no weapon to Anchorhead in the desert with no water you know like well, he kind of has a chance you know and does he know what direction that would be and he can use the kid yeah. and the dog as like you know here you eat them i'm gonna take off you know if something else pops up at them you know oh yeah dog's still there dog's still there though. yeah the dog recovery that's a bit of a... yeah those dogs are tough man they, that yeah. one took a beating from boba from the monster from you know still ticking 
but anyway, that's kind of what I thought of the the first episode. Those are just some of the the first thoughts that that are coming to mind. I was I was not you know one hundred percent in love with it like I was say the first Mandalorian episode. Uh, yeah, the, the problem but, is, uh, is that we've had the Mandalorian first, isn't it? Well, and then there was no Baby right, Yoda. Come the right round. You can't beat that sort of shock ending. Yeah. These endings for Boba Fett are kind of. I feel like they they should end on the current stuff, not end on the flashback. Because they always end with a courteous nod and like a wink to each other. And it's like, well, there's nothing really huge in the endings. It's just like, and good job. And it's over. It's like, oh, okay, that was good. I think they screwed up the uh, way they'd done the first episode being so short and leaving it where it is. That would have been whole best better, I think, if they just put out a whole... The first episode was those two episodes joined together. Yeah, it was and, better. Oh, an hour and ten, hour and ten minutes or something like that. It would have been... A, it would have come out as a lot better. I think that's what the first episode just seemed a little bit weird because no sooner as we really got into it, it finished in record time, I suppose. But see, I think that's yeah. where we have to change our, our, our viewing mindset in this streaming day and age where you can tell mm-hmm. a 20, uh, 25 minute story and then the next one can be a 52 minute story. It doesn't need to be, um, I don't want, I don't mind formulaic. it in the streaming world. It doesn't need to be formulated. It doesn't need to be tied up in a bow. It doesn't need the A-team ending uh, yeah. type of thing. It can just tell <laughs> the story and just, just okay, this is a stopping point. And then the next you know thing can can show you the flashbacks or whatever and continue the story. Thinking of it more as a long-form movie that's broken up into these eight-episode chapter chunks that instead of getting a two, two fifteen, two and a half hour movie that is compressing a lot of stuff and doesn't flesh things out, we get a long form factor, you know, six, seven, eight hours, you know, whatever we're going to get out of this that tells this two moot, you know, I think Obi-Wan's going to be like that. It was to be, and Boba Fett was to be like that, right? It was to be a Boba Fett movie. So I think we need to, we could benefit from changing our, our construct of viewing that we've been ingrained upon, at least I have being as old as I am in terms of the formulaic episodic tie it all up in a bow unless it has a you know to be continued cliffhanger season and or mid-season um uh, episode or whatever where you got to wait two weeks for it to come back you know that type of thing has gone away or isn't needed in the streaming era that is telling these stories so i'm, I'm kind of okay with it in that sense it, it does kind of uh, stink when the story's over um in terms of the oh wait i settled in to watch it you know watch star wars and it's only 25 minutes but it is what it is i think there's something to it too both of them i've known how long they were going into them i, I heard it ahead of time or whatever and it's just like you know what i i, I want to even remove that from what i know of the episode just sit down and watch it and enjoy it for what it is versus the oh i know this one's going to be short oh i know this one's going to be long and and t- soak it in so I think there's something to that, that to enjoying it and getting away from the formulaic aspect of, of what we're so used to and having stories told to us. Yeah. And did, I know for me, you... the, the runtime was more just disappointing knowing that the, they were short run, run times. But once uh, I've been watching. Did it feel like episodes, it? Yeah, exactly. No, it, it didn't. So that's why, you know, and, I, and that I'm already used to after like the first season of, of Mandalorian. I'm like, OK, the runtime doesn't really matter. It's just the story being told. And. And the good thing about these is, if anything, I'm just left wanting more on a shorter episode and even on a longer episode, kind of go, to go back to the comment that Ricky made earlier, you know, you always want more, you know, even on a longer episode. It's just the episode itself. It has nothing to do with how long or how short it was. 
So the runtime is really, to me at this point, just not even an issue. It doesn't matter. It's a 30 minutes. Okay, well, it'll be a quick, you know, good one or 40 minutes and, you know, even better. But uh, yeah, the runtime, they, they know what they're doing. They're telling yeah, the story that they I, want I like to tell. How they, yeah, they're taking their time telling the story. Well, like Mandalorian, yeah. like you had the whole episode. He's learning how to ride one of those things. Like, you know, right. <laughs> like, yeah, do you really need it to last that long yeah. in a 30 minute episode? Like, no, you don't. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah, but, um, I say, yeah. Mandalorian episodes were kind of co- cookie cutter. He yeah, went, they were. They were. He abandoned the baby. He went on a side quest. Hopefully, nobody killed the baby, and then he's back to another side quest. So Mandalorian <laughs> be cookie cutter, and this one's just kind of like all over the place, which is a, a good all over the place. You know, he's he's showing his past. It's building him back up. He's taking over this dynamo position. You know, kind of the kingdom, and he's trying not to rule by being a total jerk, and everyone is taking advantage of him. They're just like, "Oh, okay, you're the boss." Even Wait. the Jawas took his money, like <laughs> when he dropped yeah. it on the street. How, how about view it from a um, casual viewer? You know, we're all Uber fans, so we want to see the story, or whatever. But does episode one, does chapter one? suck you in does this chapter one you know get somebody to go what's this boba fett thing all about you know watch it i have to i have to rewatch it with those eyes to some extent does it does it make you want to find out more about you know what happens or what this guy is or whatever we're all obviously going to watch all eight episodes or whatever but we'll a, a casual fan of Star Wars that knows about it a little bit or enjoys it or whatever will, will, will that suck them that, in, and then just anybody that has no idea what it is but wants to be pop culture aware or whatever would or do they watch episode chapter one and and get intrigued by it? Uh, I have to I have to watch it with those eyes to see how it how it might capture them. Because at this point, if you're like that, then he's like a side character from Mandalorian, so you're interested in see oh what's this guy about, you know. I feel like they're targeting super fans more and more because when you bring in characters like Bo-Katan and Black Chrysanthemum, like those are the people who like the general audience that only goes and sees movies, the people who were like, they went and watched solo and they're like, why is, uh, why is mall alive? You got to think not everyone is like us. And... But they don't, they don't know that that's mall my brother who older brother who you know knows i'm the uber star wars fan and he enjoyed star wars but doesn't collect doesn't talk on podcast you know he just he knows it he was like just assumed it was another one of mall species because he saw them all die so he was just like oh it's another one of those guys that you know they're bad guys in the universe or whatever it it was only till he dug into it after the movie and talked with me and everything to find out that it was that guy that got sliced in half he's like how's he alive i'm like like, and also too with the episode like some people thought that was luke's house and that was his aunt and uncle being killed. right. So they were oh, confused. Yeah. I definitely the soon I saw that and I was like, wait, the timeline doesn't. You know, I yeah. instantly saw no, this no. Yeah. and saw it. I'm like, oh wait, what? What are they going to show like, us here? They're going to see the stormtroopers leave. I'm like, wait, no, that doesn't work. The timeline doesn't work. So then, being like, that that scene, not, like so, I noticed the second time, they were stealing the water from them. So water is like a precious commodity there, you know, yes. pretty much. So when they show Boba digging for those little things, I'm wondering. If going back to episode two is that's why they kidnap Shmi because they need people to dig for those things for them to get water. Why can't they dig? They got cones. Well, I mean, they probably they were and on certain on certain scenes, but I mean, the more help I, I guess um, they can get. I think you know? the, diff- the different tribes of the of the sand yeah. are very yeah that that was my take too. To but they're kind of like labor, and they you know if they get hurt, they get hurt. They'll find somebody else. You know, depending on the, how the tribe works. But it, well, it seemed to me like that's what they they're kind of like slave work. You know. I mean, that's and what they made Boba do, too. I mean, yeah. they made him dig stuff. Go dig. 
So no, I would, the whole time I was watching the episode, I was just picturing I was just picturing me doing the same stuff that Boba and the Rodian were doing, and like could totally see her getting injured like she was in episode two. You know. Maybe minesweepers that that well, although the kid went into that area, wasn't yeah, it? like, yeah, like mine dig, you know, to dig for those things because those things are near that four legged near the hairy housing. Mm. So there could be something to that because it doesn't make sense as to why you know they're why keep people you know around. if they're not yeah. yeah why 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 keep the slaves other than to give target practice or sparring practice to your kids and like whatever well, to, yeah, like they're eating bubble with sticks yeah. Yeah, to toughen them up, but you know, you're hitting a a, a tied up prisoner, so that's not. Of course, they could have been could have been paid good money by Palpatine to kidnap her and torture her and stuff. I, I think yeah, I think that's what it was too. Uh, maybe not paid, but Palpatine, mm. you know, you gotta push that way because without that loss, Anakin would have never turned. That so, works before we see the Boba Fett, but now that we see that that's what they do, that doesn't that doesn't work anymore. That worked before we see this, but now that we see that they take people, to take they were paid to take her and do what they do. (laughs) The the instructions weren't clear. Okay, we're gonna pay you. Get rid of this woman. Do whatever you do. Just just drag it drag it out a bit because we need to. Yeah, to that yeah. to that point, when we watch episode whatever that is, too, I guess, right? The the women yeah. and children have different getup. Now, obviously, there's different tri- or you know, it could be easily ex- explained away as different tribes. Yeah, um, and their getup like black and you but know, then have different. Things why do we them. think that one? I mean, there's a little bit of a tell or a little bit of a aesthetic, but why do we think that one Tuscan is uh, the the chatter is is that one Tuscan is a woman? Is it the stunt woman? She is. Yeah, it's a stunt woman. <laughs> But it's a I don't care that it's a stunt that, woman doing it. What, why on. do we think the Tuscan the character? You know, it's funny that that came about this weekend okay. because after this past episode, when me and my wife were watching it on Wednesday, she's like, that's a woman in that costume. I'm like, what? And I didn't even think about it. And then watching it again, I'm like, it totally is. And then I guess she has like, um, you know, things hanging from her head that look like strands of hair. I thought he's going yeah, to say long hair. But, but why does yeah that that's that's what I mean is the and the other ones like so it's like he kept calling her the queen every when we watched that episode the first time I'm like oh he's going to the queen the queen's helping me. like the queen I'm like well the one guy's the king the other guy's the queen you know so the one's the the man and one's the woman but what know? what what is the tell there what 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 how there do really you say isn't that? but right. there I mean, really guess, isn't it just yeah. I know for me like the, when I saw her and when she when they had that battle that night when he he ran off yeah. and she fought like immediately like i thought oh that's a woman you know like i just i don't know i don't know what right what making I, us i can't make... tell you what it, but i just it seemed like right away I, I i could tell and then so i wasn't surprised the other day i just found out that it's like a stunt woman yeah i, found and I was like oh okay. and i was like oh i was like see yeah it, it was a woman i you know i was right like i wasn't i wasn't sure i was like to me it just looked like a woman but i wasn't sure well, that uh, seems a bit. That seems a bit. Is is sexist the right word? That seems a bit maybe. unnecessary to say if it's a female but, character, it has to be you know, played the, by a for, stunt woman. You know that that that's well, not. Oh yeah, that's true. not. That's, because that's not Greedo needs to be the Greedo's case. a guy yeah, Greedo was played a by a too. you know yeah, you know that just, woman. It has nothing to do with this. The Tuscan has like a long black kind of like a veil or a headdress or something. And the body shape looks like a lot more slender than the other ones, you know. So I don't. That's kind of like I think what made me feel it was a woman, you know. Um, I mean, regardless of it's, it's supposed to or not, when we were watching it, my wife was like, "I think that's a woman playing that Tuscan." You know, we, we didn't know yeah. if it was supposed to be or not, but that's you know. But why send her in to say, "Okay, yeah, now go fight him, prove your worth, or or see if he's worthy of your, you know, bequeathing you to him." You know, that was just a weird, you know. Kind of calls the shots, though. 
She's the typical enforcer like, for the for the leader that we always see in different different things. Well, I guess and, he's like know, Fennec. And, yeah, he, he could be his Fennec. Yeah, exactly. There you go. It's like Fennec. Yeah, the same thing. You know, so that's that's who he had to fight. You know, it's like she sends her. He sends uh, his number one uh, assistant or henchman or whatever you want to call it to uh, suss out who's worthy or not. You know. So the, that they haven't, they don't have the female dress that we saw. Is we're attributing to different tribes, different tribes, point. and obviously di- different positions too. I think you know uh, the the other women we've seen were more just typical the female species oh, in the tribe. I see what you're saying that that they a different a different a, that she's wearing a well, no nah, she's not wearing she's a wearing more like probably warriors she's a woman but she's wearing more of a warrior's garb I guess yeah I was gonna say that too but she's wearing the Tuscan garb that we all kind of know that, that George put in that sort of female but maybe that's a motherly construct or something because yeah the, the 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 garb that I'm thinking of of the of the um carded character or whatever a figure mm-hmm. yeah 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 she had like yeah, a long the, the, attack the, the, maybe, the, clone, the attack of the clones ones is yeah, the one maybe you're, you're, mm-hmm. maybe that's a, a motherly thing for the kid and but even yeah. the kid i think had a different guard but anyway it probably gets sussed out obviously the makers know what they're doing Plus, i think they really of, want to differentiate that there are different tribes this tribes, one stands yeah, out from is, from any other tuscans we've seen they well, were that, like jewel they were jewelry the colors are are a lot darker and I'm you know, reminding myself too. I've, I've pointed this out to people. And this is a different era. This is so far removed right. from ep, uh, from up to um, timeline that they could have yeah, evolved a little bit, or otherwise, yeah, yeah. gotten to the point of. It's only a couple of years that. away from uh, from the uh, OT, but yeah, it's a, you know a couple of decades from the prequels. So, yeah, imagine what they, imagine what they look like in the sequel trilogy. Especially now that Boba's working on them. Hey, <laughs> you, know? did you say what you look like. What, let's take a straw poll. Do we think we see that? Do we think we ever see them unmasked? I want to say no. I I am of the same mindset. I think we say. Nope. I think we never see them unmasked. I ho- I kind of hope we we don't see. We don't need to see what they look like. That they're not humans then, under there. Or whatever. And they're, if they're we just, do, they're going to be that. If we do, it'll be something like when we saw Vader unmasked in Empire Strikes Back, where somebody walks in while the Tuscan's taking a shower or something, and you kind of see them from behind. You know, you know, you kind of get to see. They've revealed in the comics what they look like. So. Oh, oh, they have been revealed in the comics. But not right now in canon, right? That was like in Legends. Oh, it's comics. Mm-hmm. So, you know my disdain for that right away. <laughs> <laughs> but interesting. So okay, to to learn to learn something about it, they have been somebody tried to reveal what they look like. Um were they human they're not humans though under there right they're they are some sort of they're like the the um the pikes or whatever they're some sort of creature or uh, alien or whatever yeah, like humanoid there. with like weird bases yeah no, I, anyway yeah, so that's I'm, was. I'm of the mindset that i just assume not to ever see him take the whatever off and then just always leave yeah. it the mystery of that's what a tuscan looks like i did have the thought could they be zabrax what's with the what's with the uh the horn like things on the top of there you know what's uh, are they yeah they obviously they've been explained in some encyclopedia book somewhere that i have in my library but i've never read the you know type of thing that that with the the horn on top of their headdress uh the silver things they're, have some sort of antennas. purpose antennas, antennas that's, yeah, that's for, where they get their blue, their bluetooth oh jeez i thought you were serious <laughs> i was like what are they contacting antennas <laughs> no. All right, maybe they're steam vents steam vents 
speed. It could holes. be, yeah, it could be, could be something for evaporation or for for comfort or whatever. Um, one thing about the episode one, to get into the minutiae a little bit or whatever, like some of the things are awesome looking. The dog looks incredibly real, and you know the, the mm-hmm. same. And then there's other times where it's like a set, like the lighting is just so. Oh my! It is. You yeah. can clearly tell you are not. It's like a bad Star we, Trek episode. I'm like, what are we, we can, doing here? Come on. We can start. Well, some of the volume stuff is kind when of. When they're yeah. in the volume, when they're in the volume, and when they're, you know, or you can kind of, I can kind of tell sometimes now. Okay, they do the like volume. a gradient which, thing with the sky, it, and it, yeah. it kind of like makes it we're like a filter on Instagram where it's like it's dark around the edges, you know, kind it of. Doesn't thing. work or something, or it's yeah. to me it was a lighting or a shadow thing, or whatever. But I'm like they got yeah. professional lighting people, but COVID could have you know not had somebody there, had to be something quick or whatever. That just there's a couple of scenes that are just a little cringe when he's walking through the desert and dunes and stuff. It was just just a little cringeworthy in terms of the oh man. It, I mean it's it's, it's all fair, it's, I mean, no matter what it's all game. better than uh, Han and Lando standing in front of a painting of the Falcon. So. Uh, that's <laughs> only, that's only on your that's only on your 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 4K TV. Not even 4K. My bar is low. <laughs> you can tell you can tell that uh, it looks awesome. But like I say, the dog, the creature, and everything, whatever. Is, is some some of the scenes are just like, man, that thing is real as real can be walking through the sand. Like, I, I really wish I could watch it and not have any of like the behind the scenes stuff in my head. Like, oh, that's probably like well, you know, stop motion. That's probably like CGI. That's you know, in my, well, I'm constantly. I don't, I don't get. Yeah, I don't get there till the second, third watching of it. I just yeah. just enjoy it that first go. Yeah. So, yeah, I try not to do that. First so, episode needs you need to suspend disbelief. Yeah. So to move exactly. to move the com- to move the conversation on on here, we need to think more about episode two. Um, other ones now that we have been touching it a little bit because we've got the 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 Jabba, well, not Jabba, the Hut trends in it as well, and the uh, train heist as as I will call it. And the uh, pike and and the stuff. cameo of uh, Fixer and Cammy from the deleted scenes. Yeah. Oh yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. I read that afterwards. Yes. Yeah. I, was just wondering, a... I was watching the subtitles. I was going, why are they giving those two characters names? <laughs> <laughs> I just uh, on, on the, the the first episode a couple of things the helmet thing I love the helmet sound they do that little hiss for the helmet sound when he takes it on or take, puts it off puts mm-hmm. it off or whatever so that was that was a cool thing somebody said something about him being a badass and 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 Boba Fett was always badass looking but what did he actually do in the movies is just he was a very cool looking character mm-hmm. and then everybody extrapolated that he was yeah. you know something whatever uh, the Tuscans yeah the different tribes we talked about and then there were a couple of quotes that I love of. Um, Boba Fett, the Fennec alive, just the way tem- the way he says that or whatever is just a, just a cool. That was a very cool Boba Fett kind of lying to me. I thought or whatever. Yeah. And, and there's yeah there's a, Tem, um, his act, the gritting of the teeth. I mean, he's really getting into when he beats people up or he has to do something whatever that I really enjoy that i'm finding myself enjoying that for some weird reason that he's he's you know he's not just you know he's showing that there's effort going into beating these guys up or dealing yeah. with these people. Okay, so think about the second episode. I'll let Marie have a minute of fame because I know you've been shut out a little bit here. So, Marie, second episode. Second episode, I was really impressed by um, the the whole um, the twins, the the whole the litter with the what was it like twelve people mm-hmm. burying them? But I'm like that doesn't quite seem like enough to handle two huts. <laughs> And what fabric was being, was it wood or was it fabric that was being used? Why don't they have, like, the repulsor lifts? Why are they having to carry them? I didn't understand that. Because, like, I don't know, that's well, like a really hot thing like. to do. Yeah, exactly. I would just shoot those guys and they drop. 
yeah, what do they call it? Their party. That's what they kept saying every time. Yeah. Oh, I hear your party come or whatever. No, the litter. They They're litter. Your litter. The litter. Yeah. Uh, they were in a giant litter box. <laughs> the one thing I'll say the, about the litter and the number of people that there's a number of different species carrying them. Now, granted, it's only maybe a dozen or just a 15 or so, whatever, and it still doesn't seem like enough for two huts. It is not all right. humans. So we don't know. Obviously, the strength of, of the other species that are a part of that litter carrying uh, mechanism, obviously very strong. Um, I think the why not repulsor lifts, I think that shows your your shows the power a, a cleopatra type or whatever instead of going by a, a wheeled wagon or something you've literally got people carrying you kind of thing although it seems an easy revolt if if your huts and, and those 12 yeah, drop you and run and scatter in that huge city you know how <laughs> more, or, how are the huts it's more it's i was thinking like at that point like when Boba was threatening, like, well, we can all, you know, just shoot it out right now. Like, I think genuinely the huts were like, yeah, maybe not. We're not in a good spot right here. Because, I mean, they had all those guys who weren't armed. They were just holding say, them up. Anyone they had the one Wookiee, yeah. and that's it. Mm. You know, there was yeah, nobody they, else. They, they expected to, to kind of like, um, pardon the expression, walk all over Boba Fett, and it quite didn't quite happen. Yeah. yeah. Well, it seemed like everyone expects, they see the litter, and they're like, oh, no, we better, like, you know, behave. You know, so oh, they heard the like drums. A, yeah, yeah and everybody drums. behaved. Nobody ran well, what, away. What's they the drum the guy going to do to you? You know, like, and Bo was like walking around like, I don't need that because I'm just going to shoot whoever. Yeah, you know, he's always on his guard. You know what I mean? And he's got like a Bluetooth speaker hooked to that litter or something because they were far <laughs> away and people, they heard the drums inside the, the, the sanctuary and they, were, they were everybody mm-hmm. quiet. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's well, a heck of a bass drum. Resonance, so that would carry, especially in a, in a place like a desert that's kind of wide open. Yeah, that would, that sound would carry. Oh, they were like wide. The, the, the jungle drums, the jungle drums mm-hmm. getting closer, you know. Yeah, yeah, but they were in that huge moss, and and that's another thing, the walking, because at the beginning of the episode, she's walking. Now, granted, she had to walk back. He probably took whatever transport they used to get, because Jabba's place is far away from anything. So how did they get to that huge city? Then they walked to the center of that huge city, and it just there, there's a little bit of a disconnect. But Mos a port, isn't it? Kind of like Mos Eisley. Yeah. yeah, but did they fly? But he's walking into the, they're walking into the middle of that city. Him and no, it's him, Fennec, oh. and the two Gamorians. So they he ain't carrying people. Where did on they his run jet pack. Yeah, that's <laughs> another. Don't get started on that. That's another <laughs> bit of where the Gamorians go in F one when he was fighting. They were getting hosed down. Yeah, no, they walk out. No, they weren't. They walk out. He's like, Do you want us to hose down your your Gamorians? They walk out with them, and then all of a sudden they wandered they, off. They were they were. Great guards is what they distracted were. How is Bobo expecting to uh, maintain order here? Because he's literally got, it's literally him, two Grimorian guards, and, and Fennec. I mean, there's no does he have more anything, Does he there? have more people? Because, I mean, how did they capture the Grimorians, though? Stupid, can they? How did they capture the Grimorians? Like, oh, these two, you know, were loyal and then they left. Like who captured the Grimorians? Or That's did they just walk call. back yeah, in by 88, themselves? 88 said that, yeah, they were, they were. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's obviously got more uh, henchmen it's got, around. It's got, really to be, it's got to be a lot more than what we've seen, yeah. Yeah, but he's just walking around just by himself because he's like, hey, it's me. Like, who's going to mess with me, you know, kind of thing. And the I mean, I'm, pretty sure, yeah. I'm pretty sure if I walked up to Downing Street and assassinated the prime minister and sat in his seat and said, no, I'm in charge now, come and pray tribute to me, I would not have much people backing me. Well, so, that's... Uh, that's a little apples orange. You're that's not an elected, that's, an elected, <laughs> that's an elected dude sickle versus versus this is the underworld. 
Crime well, I suppose so. But I mean, still, you've got to have some back. You've got to be able to back yourself off, haven't you? You've got to have some. Yeah, mm. yeah, because you're going to be people loyal. Although, you know, maybe not loyal to to Jabba or loyal to Bib. Yeah, that might be where it is mm. easy. And again, it's going back to the Fett reputation, perhaps. Of yeah, I was gonna, about to say that Bounty it's Hunter. probably his reputation. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I do like the way they did these uh, Jabba. You know, Jabba does um the huts. They look. I really thought they were congealed trends to start off with, but they're not. I thought yeah, they joined together. Yeah, they're, they're kind of just like behind each other. Yeah. Conjoined, I think, is what you meant, Stephen. Conjoined. Yeah. Geoed. I say congealed. That's something I'm thinking of. Well, well, I mean, they do have hot slime. There is hot slime, and yeah. they might be congealed together. Congealed and congealed. <laughs> 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 I have a job with a hot slime kit that me and my daughter oh my play God. with, and yeah, it's uh. disgusting. <laughs> Do get do, do, so I mean the train the train heist which is uh, giving me. Oh, well, you're skipping over the Wookiee so, guy. The Wookiee oh, yeah, guy. Has like, the Wookiee guy. The Wookiee guy. From, he has a backstory from the comics, right? And uh, Boba kind of says it, like what happened in the comics in the episode about uh, the sleeping Trandoshan. We don't really know much about him from this perspective, do we? Because he just no. he just snarls and looks. Yeah, and and that's got to be because the the huts aren't really that big of a final boss in a video game they're relatively easy to kill i mean they throw money at people and that's it so you need a character for boba to fight and him and chrysanthem have a history already and it's i mean if that's going to be the final battle of something i mean it's i would blow my brains out it's going to be amazing i mean to actually see a wookiee go crazy and fight and (laughs) and he looks amazing like he looks so cool I was never a huge fan of Chewbacca. I was like, all right, he looks all right, but Chrysanthemum just looks totally BA in this. And it's, I I mean, they nailed it 100%. Did you know who he was right away? Immediately. Okay. Immediately. Not being got, a comic guy, I was, wasn't quite sure. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's going to end up being a Wookiee. I'm thinking that needs to be a Wookiee, but he was, he was really had a had a definite unique uh, look to him, whatever, that I don't know that it, I didn't think him a Wookiee immediately. Um, but definitely there was some history there. There was like, all right, there's going to, this is going to be some fun. And then I figured there was something to who, whoever he was that I was going to learn all about it and have exactly. been happy too. I, I think you're from a comic or something. I had to Google. I've him. read some of the Dr. Afra stuff. So, and then ah. I've watched videos now on his history, him and Boba Fett have teamed up in the past. Uh, but it's something like Boba's advancing his career and Chrysanthemum is just still, you know, a, you know, a gun for hire type thing. He's what Boba so, Fett he, was. He looks yeah. even bigger than Chewie, right? He does. He's massive, doesn't he? Which yeah, Chewie so. and uh, Chrysanthemum fought in the comics. Yes, yes, they did. Oh. Hmm. Che- Chewie won? Uh, no. no, he did not. No, he did not. <laughs> I did, I did not. appreciate the, uh, on the, on the one, the, the guy hut. He had the little tattoos under his face, kind of like Zero yes. from Sonor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It could oh, be yeah. worse. We could have got Zero come back, couldn't we? That's the main That's boss. Zero. That's who they got to fight. That's who they got to get approval from, Zero. <laughs> He's alive. Well, Zero's dead, isn't he? <laughs> no, Zero's he is, dead. He is back. dead. I mean, if, if you get, I mean people have come <laughs> back from worse, haven't they? So, yeah. Well, that's they can, true. They can bring him back. Be, I was thinking it might have been uh, Stinky, or what's uh, what's the name of uh, Jabba's baby? Uh-huh. The one that uh, started yeah. off the Clone Wars. Stinky. No, that's what I thought. Uh, somebody is asking about the huts, uh, just in general Rada. conversation with Rada's other. Rada, yeah. Is Gardula that, still around? I thought she Gardula died, too. But that you have... Right now, I, if anybody's reading the comics, you know, spoilers, but uh, uh, a lot of, like, the the hut cartel got, got offed by Vader in the comics. So there's not really... Um, 
Uh, because yeah, I was hoping that buff power, guy would come out. Power base, uh, <laughs> for the Boku, Huts at the Boku moment, Boku. which is why why these cousins probably came out of the woodwork right now. So. Well, Fett says something about the twins are dealing with um, uh, the debauchery on now Hutta, like like there's some something going wrong over there, and obviously the timeline is is yeah. a bit of a thing. Um, there was chatter: why introduce the twins? Who are the twins? Why not somebody like Arata? Why don't we know? I, I put it out there: well, if if Fett kills the twins, yeah, it's then Rada could come in and be, uh, hey, you kill, you know, you know, that it, it would allow for some season two or like season three type of stories heads. of hey you know you're taking out my family that's not right you know and, and be yeah. another big bad kind of down the line and not have him be used right here right away but yeah that whole right. scene in the, in the in the is is an awesome scene of, of there's all kinds of characters uh, the hut wiping himself down with the the little yeah. creature and then yeah, yeah. Was, and, and the huts look good i thought i thought the huts looked real, real do you good. guys think the mayor was yeah. lying like he actually those were actually his assassins right he was just trying to throw boba fett off not necessarily. Yeah, I mean, I, I, that's the thing. It's totally. Because his guards kind of look like they're dressed similarly, but I don't know if that was just a coincidence. And he I'm killed the thinking, assassin. So I find that thinking, like, uh, I didn't yeah, buy the assassin. Ahead. Kill the assassin. And it's like, well, that's kind of. I'm kind of thinking Jennifer Beals is behind all this. I think she's gunning for the top spot behind mm. the scenes. He's trying to take awesome. everyone's water so she can dance and pour the water. She's yeah, I don't know. Yeah, she does seem kind of shady because when he goes in there, she's kind of like, you didn't hear, you know, like, how are you yeah, supposed to hear that he's back? You know, how, why didn't yeah. Boba Fett know that the, you know, it seems like he's not in the loop, like no one's cooperating with him at all. You know? There's something more going on with her. Plus the mayor pointed him, pointed Boba in her direction. So I don't know. I think something's going on with her. I just hope they kill so the mayor's of... guy. I don't like Oh, God, that guy. <laughs> That's one of the things I hated the most about episode one was like, <laughs> and episode two. He's brilliant. The other thing is like, I don't like about that guy and it has to do with the makeup and the voice. He's just like a, like out of left field. He looks like a, like a, like a, a Twi'lek cosplayer more than actually a Twi'lek. Yeah, he needs a Twi'lek <laughs> accent. He needed the Twi'lek yeah, accent. Yeah, he does. He has extent. no Twi'lek Way too, way too English. Way too, way I too. I guess he's like, supposed yeah, to be like, like diplomatic, like a you yeah, know no, senator no, type. I mean, it, yeah, maybe I don't he's, know. Using his, not, he's using his but, human voice, so he's got to. He doesn't want to stop. But even Orn Free Ta had a his, had something yeah. thrown yes. in there, right? You know, just what I get that he's being very diplomatic, and so what he's saying is fine, and the way he's saying it and his mannerisms, but the. The the very um, American the very English sound it's like it's it like almost this. like an SNL yeah. skit at times. Yes, that. Okay. yes, and that would Nothing take me out of the wrong with an English sounding. Drove me nuts. The other thing is, I, I think so far, like the male Twi'leks we've seen, the male all the male Twi'leks we've seen have been more alien. There was the well, let's see, Bib Fortuna, right? Uh, Ornfri Ta. Wait, did this uh, guy have the bumps on his head? Usually they have like the big bulbs in front of their face. I didn't. I didn't no, he doesn't have those. No, he didn't. Yeah. Even the guy in the Mandalorian. Is he like a eunuch? I mean, does he, is he, does he look like more female for that reason, I guess? I don't, I don't Did know. he have like uh, the, plastic surgery done well, to look more human? Yeah. That guy on the Mandalorian, they had a Twi'lek on there too. Remember he was uh, one of the guys. Oh, yeah. When they did that. Like even, mm-hmm. Yeah, like even that guy. All the male Twi'leks I've seen have been more alien. But this guy, he had like a full on like just human face. And he spoke very, you know, 
I mean, I he's guess we've seen American off-world American. Jawas, so like he could be like an off-world. He's an off-world Twi'lek. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that, possibly. I yeah. Know, like, I feel like with that guy, he was kind of half half baked. Like they, they weren't done with that character when they just threw him out. Okay, just go on here. Just go go. Just go, go on there and make a lot of hand gestures and make it sound. Yeah. Good. <laughs> well, I guess he was supposed to be annoying. I don't know. I talk with my hands a lot, so maybe. Maybe it shouldn't be a thing for me, but I'm just like, what is this with this guy? Why is he flailing around like that? Well, Bip Fortuna talked like that. He always moved his hands around and really like flamboyant hand yeah. movements when he's talking to Luke. But, you know? more, uh, but uh, Bib Fortuna didn't even speak English. You know, he didn't speak no. basic. Yeah, he was... spoke Hattese, didn't he? And yeah. the last, on the well, when they showed him a Mandalorian, he did, but he spoke right. English. Booba. Well, because he didn't have to do that anymore because well, Jabba the Hutt wasn't around. Oh, but he yeah. still did speak in uh, Hattese. No, he said, yeah, the only thing we understood was Boba, but then, yeah, they still put yeah. the, the Oh, that's right. He, he did speak still... in Hattese there. Yeah. But okay. uh, anyway, that guy, yeah, hope he gets killed soon. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think that's the point. He's supposed to be annoying and yeah. someone's just punch him in the face and then we're all going to cheer like finally yes <laughs> finally yes. cannon fodder him and the twins are dead <laughs> they're gonna be ousted all right so then what else happens Stevens? up there was uh what he leaves that place and then the flashback starts right we were talking about oh, the train yeah. heist the train heist the train heist yeah the heights. The snow piercer well, and the, the best part for me. The snow yeah, piercer. The yeah. snow piercer, yeah. <laughs> Sand piercer. I somebody else said it. I don't know if it was Ricky or somebody said it. I thought I also thought it when they, when that train first appeared, I kinda of thought, Oh, here comes the crate dragon. That's what I thought. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, definitely went there. So but uh, that was that was good. The whole uh, train heist thing was cool. Uh it was good to see the pikes in action. And the pod racer engine on top of the the train. Just say, yes. Did everyone appreciate the Back to the Future three uh, train engine uh, <laughs> extra yes. blowing or whatever? I, I there were a lot of references. Yeah, how many gigawatts in, in episode thing two? Yeah, there were a lot. That was definitely more than eighty eight. <laughs> I did like the the guy shooting out the window and and you know he got the um, the Tuscan people going to help Boba and then uh, I I was just I was kind of wondering like how where were they going because like. They were going so fast, but then the Tuscans still caught up with them, you know? I was thinking the, the same thing. Like, it crashes, and immediately, like, 20 Tuscans are like, hey, what's up? Yeah. And but like, and the, the Pikes, too, like, that, that was cool seeing them, but their masks were a little different than what we saw in uh, Solo. But I guess it's been, like, decades. So, I mean, they would upgrade their, you know, their yeah. special masks. Maybe the a kid, different dessert. Well, it could be that, right? A different environment. But, yeah, there's, well, I mean, he there's did, time. Yeah, That's the thing. The time from when we look very him, soft and squishy. That means <laughs> make, make You know, and, and I was looking up, because when they when they took their mask off, I'm like, that's what they look like. And then I was looking up, and I guess in the comics, they have, like, some art, and that's what they do look like underneath there. They're kind of fishy looking, you know? They yeah. look like kind of axolotl looking kind of things, you know? Oh, my, yeah, it is. It's axolotl. That's, yeah. that's hilarious. That's what I say. Yeah. Just a squishy face. <laughs> I want a plushie <laughs> of a... Of a pike. <laughs> <laughs> the kid using the mirror to signal. Dude, I kind of took it that he was signaling other Tuscan tribes way down the line, or something. Oh, you know maybe. that that mm. that how far removed the reinforcements. The, yeah, they were. Yeah, they were on top of summits, weren't they? they would have yeah, heard they it. Had what? it mapped out because they knew the path they were going. They, they would have heard there. the train coming. Yeah. So you know anybody that's relatively close is going to know it's. You know, coming. So yeah, he has to be signaling something, or it was just something to give the kid to do. But why do we need to see that in the in the, in the episode? But I was almost. I kind of took, and I thought there was a different. I thought there were different Tuscans that showed up. That they were lighter, the traditional Tuscan. You know, they were lighter, hmm. garb, lighter robed, garbed ones that show up there at the end to collect everything or, or help fight or whatever it was that that 
I took that that he was that that really helped towards the different tribe aspect of things. Yeah, with that the Tuscan. It was a little bit odd that that train was going faster and faster and faster, and that they could still catch up on speeders and uh, all they had to take shots and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Since yeah. that guy flying in the air, that was awesome. <laughs> What's with the sentient droid that's like, you know what? This is a you know, I'm getting out of and and jumps out, <laughs> goes skittering across like Grievous. I'm like, oh, how why are droids being? being you know self-aware of 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 uh you know that he's just not there running the train yeah i mean i, I would think the, the, the 3po is like you know trying to get out of here and they escape yeah. and they escape pods and you know they're doing things like that but just he, he seemed to sabotage the train in a manner to say haha I'm, you know and jumping off it's a, a necessary trope of sorts that needed to happen um but it was an interesting. Then he says "okie okie" and he runs off. <laughs> did he say "okie okay. dokie"? He didn't say "okie dokie." Did he? he did. He's, he, I think he says "okie okie" or something like that. Does he? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was cute. I like that. I like that part. It was good. I like the back of the future. Once he starts doing things and the thing blows or whatever, it's like, well, that's an awesome Back to the Future reference. Between, between that guy and then the you had the, what the DJ Rex and the. Uh, cantina yeah. doing mm-hmm. the card shuffling and then you had those dog um robots in the first episode like the droids look really cool and i did like the conductor guy how he was kind of like stop motion-ish too i I know me and marie were talking about how it's digital but they make them look um you know they, kind of jittery yeah jittery. jittery jittery yeah it's a good one especially yeah. when he's touching his little fingers and they're sticking things you know that look it looked really cool does anyone know that's cami and fixer when they go in there you only know that be- but you, that's what i mean you only know that because of the um the closed captioning or looking at credits right i, I figured it was them One, looking at her because she looked just like the actress in the in the yeah. david scenes i had Once to go back and check if that was where, fixer, they, but, where yeah. they are and how they look i mean it's either okay but the fact that they named them you're like okay it really is them because i mean yeah, you could have yeah. said oh look they did they put a couple that look like emmy and fixer in, in anchorhead you know that's a little a little Easter yeah. egg, but no, they actually like named them. So I was wondering why they look so seventies, eighties. They've been stuck in the time loop. Yeah. They've been wearing the same clothes for ten years. <laughs> okay, so during that scene, right? Um, so how uh, do you think um, the Emperor's dead already, or do you think that's ongoing at this time? Who? Well, this this takes place the same time as uh, as Mandalorian, so this is after. No, no, th- that was. Well, that was before. Oh, um, you're talking about like... Yeah, we still don't know how long he's in the softback scene. Do we? So, which, which yeah, can't be very long. He's yeah, in like, how long was he in there? Like, Not very probably... Some... He's still in embryonic. Because I, I'm, I don't... The Swoop Gang, I don't know if they're in like, we you know, with the Pikes and all that stuff. Is that like long after Jabba's been dead or are they still that vacuum of power like uh, Cobb Vanth was talking about when he was in the cantina and they showed the... I think you that's know. what's going on. The vacuum of power. It's like during the first year, maybe. I don't know. Who knows how yeah. long he was in there. But I was just trying to picture because their age and then trying to see, you know, how Luke looked in Mandalorian. Like they would kind of look around the same age. And, you know, because I was I thinking think like they kind of did. They look older than they did in the in the deleted scenes. Yeah. And in the deleted scenes, they look more. I don't know. They look younger. But they but did seem here, like they were older than Luke because they would make fun of him, you know. Yeah, that's on the wormy and stuff. They were probably more like bigs, bigs as a contemporaries, yeah. but uh, but that's a cool but yeah, callback. I thought that, that, they, was a cool, that, that was a cool thing to, to throw in there. So. And then the uh, well, the, what else happened in that episode? Well, they well, take the they waste thing. all that water because they just like, poke yes, when they pop the tank. <laughs> I'm just like, thinking, I'm trying to well, remember, at the end. yeah, yeah, that was a bit of a how many carriages were there on the train. How many pints were on the train? How much um, spice was on the train? I can't. I can. I need to watch it again. I can't quite work out. It just seemed to be well, endless pikes coming up through the top, and then 
Um, then they, when the you know when when the um, Tuscans got into thing, he seemed to be going through the carriage like there was nothing there to get in his way. Um, there was about twenty people that they had sitting down, right? And they're like, which one's the leader? And then the red one stands up. That was a bit of a surprise as well. I thought they might have a bit a bit more of a standoff than there, but uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, their facility got overrun by droids. They can't be too tough, you know. <laughs> <laughs> they seem to always the Pikes always seem to lose in the shows. <laughs> Yeah, they do, yeah. And they did yeah. negotiate more than they fight, because, I mean, what's his name? Uh, Lom? I forgot his name was on uh, on Clone Wars. and on, uh, He always just wanted to negotiate. He never wanted to fight, like their leader. Oh. They yeah. were they were like double-dealer kind of people. They weren't really warrior types. Yeah. So maybe they, they like negotiating. Because even the guy that took out, um that Dooku was working with in Clone Wars, he was kind of just like trying to make a deal and not straight up just kill him, you know? So they're businessmen or women, mm-hmm. you know? They just want the money. And deal their spice for sure. Because after the train, oh, I'm trying to remember. After the train ride, then's when it got all trippy, right? When, yeah. When, oh yeah. After oh, the yeah. train so, ride is ayahuasca lizard. Yeah. Oh my. Do I say that again? How the hell is ayahuasca. It ayahuasca. Yeah. Where lizard? Where is that from? Um, that's like a it's like a peyote like plant like um I think that's from the deserts of Peru or something like that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's a that's a real world thing. But you lick it or something. You don't. It doesn't go in you, does it? I don't. I think you chew well, it. I don't remember. Yeah. Oh, you chew. Real world, really? Wow. All right. Real, well, yeah, it's, it's something you world. eat. Not you the, ingest not it. The, not the lizard. Yeah. Yeah, she's like going going that, to the. When she's that saying happened. that that one is an ayahuasca lizard, but you know ayahuasca is just like the herb, right? Yeah, ayahuasca is an herb, but um, it's not a. That's not the name of. I I just made up the name of the lizard because I. That's what yeah. it reminded me of when he when he um. Yeah. He put it up his nose. <laughs> And then, oh, like, he blew I don't know that he put it up with it. <laughs> he was attracted to that. I don't think he powder, it you know. either. No, he's so the powder spice or something. The powder was spice, I think. You think it was spice? So yeah. he was, you know, so he's tripping. Okay. Yeah, he's tripping mm-hmm. off of something. It, it was the, uh, but I don't know what they put in his face. They put something in his face. They, yeah, they was blew something. The, I wondered if it was Tuscan or I wondered if it was the spice. The spice. You know. I don't know. I mean, was it had it? to be something Tuscan because they've done that before. You know, yeah, it seems like that. it. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's a thing they do, like a vision quest type of thing. Mm. Well, yeah, that's how you go find your stick to carve your gaffy. It seemed like right, yeah, it right. seemed like that was a, a thing that was part of part of their deal in some weird way. Where the heck but is they, this tree? <laughs> and it showed like an ocean <laughs> underneath it and everything. That those uh, desert. How far away could it? I mean, mm. sure, you got to go on your, on your own vision and your own. And they were off little jawas behind it, just, you know, with the red eyes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, by the time yeah. we see him, he's wearing that white robe in Mandalorian, isn't he? So he's not wearing that black one. He's just being getted up in. I thought he was wearing the black one in Mandalorian. Yeah, he was wearing a black he one in black. Mandalorian. Yeah. Well, he he was. And Mandalorian black. was black, yeah. This which is, which yeah. going this is, we're kind of like up point. to the point right before he goes off yeah. to find his armor, I think. Well, it's all flashback, so it can be whatever yeah, time yeah. and line and pointed you want it to be or whatever. But yeah, I think at the end of the Marshall is where we are finally truly see that it's Tem with a gaffy and he's yeah. he's watching, overseeing something or whatever. He, he's got to find Fennec at that point. I don't know. but the, I, don't, I don't think we're going to get to that point until the end of the season. You know. But it does get back to the whole, well, you know, if he's off on his own, why doesn't he just go get the armor from what, Cop you know, One thing, or where's the ship at? It's an anchorhead. That's why he yeah. wanted to go to anchorhead. Yeah, run like get us off ship. I go off world to go to anchorhead. I think I saw one of the clips from the trailers where they show, and it looked like the ship was in at Jabba's palace somewhere. Mm. That's no, they happened. still haven't showed the Boromian monks, whatever, yet either. But there's, no. of... there's still, yeah, there's still stuff that that they haven't gone to. One one thing I that that struck me right now that you guys are talking about uh, the color of the the suits and stuff was how uh, the. It's funny. I was thinking it was funny that the 
the jumpsuit that he wore under his armor pre Sarlacc was white mm-hmm. or whitish, and that's when Boba was considered a bad guy. And now that he's kind of considering himself, or he's being considered more of a good guy, now he's dressing in black. Yeah, and I kind of found that that kind of that kind of funny that which, you know, which really like since since even since Mandalorian, I did not like the black undersuit i'm like why didn't they just keep him with the gray but like knowing now that it has some kind of significance to some kind of journey that he's been on like i like it now yeah like that that validated it for me yeah but before it didn't i was like why is he wearing that i just thought (laughs) like it looked like weird that it was like why is it yeah like yeah the black you know i mean it does like in a real world it doesn't make it establish the timeline a little bit more when you see both with it okay this is before this happened okay now this is after you know yeah pre-star like post-star like pre-lizard knows um (laughs) that. Pre-ayahuasca lizard. That, that yeah. did remind me of uh, the Yushin Vong from the books, you know? Uh-huh. Like, they would put those things in their face, wouldn't they? Yes. Yes, there was something like that. Yeah. Huh. Or like on, the, on Clone so Wars when they, they get those brainworms. Yeah, they would like put stuff in their nose, right? And then it would go inside their... Yeah. Yeah. That's right. I don't about that. that, but I'm sure I've read about that somewhere. Oh, it's been you. ages. Well, I guess Legends. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's it, Legends now. Okay, now that that is ringing kind of a bell. Might have yeah, to they would like and... do modifications to their face and their body to I don't know I don't know if it was a cosmetic thing or just to to show how much of a warrior they were, but then they would have these things that would go into their their face and live in their minds. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Does anybody? I kind of recall there was an awful lot of Tuscan. You know, we have that one rebel yell of the Tuscans. It's in a New Hope that you know was looped, and we all know it very, very well. It's over. Yeah, we hear. Yeah. Don't, I think we hear that. Uh, yeah, a lot. <laughs> we do it quite a bit. <laughs> it's their yeah, shouting. Yeah, it's their it's their shouting. I guess it just I, it seemed like we heard that one. Uh, it's a, the a number the of times. Yell. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what it was. The donkey yell. The donkey yell, yeah. right? It sounds like a donkey. Yep, the donkey, bra- yeah. the donkey bray. Mm-hmm. Isn't that what they use as their as their voice, kind of? Kind of. That's kind of like their battle cry, you know, or their uh, something like that. Or when they try to take credit for something else that someone else did. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. I like the pikes. Wasn't, wasn't there something to... Uh, he's, you know, are you something about the spice or whatever? And they're like, what's spice? We've heard of it before. <laughs> is what? Can you can you describe it to me? What is that like or something? You know, they're they're playing coy or something, and and yeah. has not, right. has nothing to do with it or something like that. I just remember that that was a, that was a kind of a I don't <laughs> know, the just... wrong franchise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wouldn't even think of that. Yeah, the dune and the spice and all that. No, I yeah. just remember the pikes. The pikes were were like. Wait, what is this spice? We've heard of it before. That's their main thing. Tell us more about <laughs> it. And it's like, yeah, it's their main thing. It's only been your guys' bread and butter for like decades and like 50 years. <laughs> yeah, I guess the whole, the train. I mean, obviously there's going to be some story, an easy way to tell. But yeah, really a train carrying it through the desert. Why? Where are they taking it? Transport. Where are you taking it? Yeah. Uh, this there's train comes through often, it seems like, because it's, 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 yeah, there's, there's a lot of sweat. Gives us a, something. Well, and then they say we okay. thought you guys were just simple raiders, you know, hmm. trying to. So, I mean, there are other tribes of Tuscans that um, probably do just randomly shoot them down. Like, you know, during the pottery, when they're just shooting, you know, Anakin's. Um, and the yeah, other we did see that. You know, different tribes, different methods. And stuff. These ones seem, they seem organized and more of the actual, you know, like, I guess more civilized, I guess, than some of the other ones that you've, you've seen before in the past. But, yeah. I mean, I really wasn't too interested in the Tuscan stuff. But, I mean, watching it again, I'm like, oh, you know, it's cool that we get all this backstory now. And, you know. And I like that we have these shows that it fills in all these little gaps and 
gives you a more i mean yeah could you watch the movies without knowing any stuff yeah of course like the comic books but you know having that ex- extra information it just, it just adds to the world you know to the universe yeah. i guess right every little it, bit okay <laughs> right well see what happens next week we ain't got long to wait yeah. well we'll have yeah until we do the next senate we're, we're going to have a good number of them under our board. Yeah, we're going to have to be concise and and pointed with everybody, what it is we're going to want to talk about because we're going to have four episodes. Everybody keep like notes. That. Yeah, yeah, I think. It's, it's going to be finished by time we come. It's going to be finished by then. Is it really? Six episodes. It's only six episodes. Or seven. Or seven. We might have one left to go. It we? ends on February 9th, I think. Now. Oh, so it's just after. Well, it's just after. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, it was, it was, it's, it's been great having, um, you know, Star Wars content. We've been waiting for it, waiting for oh, it. Yeah. Here it was, December 29th showed up, and here we are two episodes in. So, it's it feels like Bad Batch was like so long ago. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> and, the, and the wait, you know, I, I can't even imagine how I managed to wait for three years, but obviously we did back in yeah. the day. Yeah. It's awesome. Twenty twenty two is going to be loaded with Star Wars. Oh, There's right? so yeah. much stuff this year. So does Mandalorian come out this year and next year? Next year. I would probably say December. I would one say the one, very end of the year. It's one of those two, yeah. But then in the yeah. meantime, we've got uh, Obi Wan, we've got Andor, we've got we've got a few things, haven't we? Yeah. yeah. Obi Wan, Andor, and Bad Batch season two. Wow. That's right. That's yeah. right. And more High Republic novels yeah. and picks. Go yeah, there's good minutes. Yeah, so much stuff. But it's a lot. Good. There's a shed of stuff this year. Yeah, it's, Damn, it's, it's good, good to be a gangster. Yeah, no, good time, <laughs> good time to be a Star Wars fan. That is no, we could have done, sure. done with this the last few years during the height of the pandemic, couldn't we? Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, stuff. and Celebration is this year too, isn't it? Oh, that's yes. right. I'm still trying to get tickets to that. <laughs> Anybody has any tickets they want to sell, Marie's willing to buy some. Yes, exactly. I'm, I'm looking, gifted. so if you've got offers... <laughs> Say again? I was saying the fact that they pushed it back a year might free up some tickets. You know, people were available last year at that point, but they may not oh, be yeah, available yeah, yeah. this year. Yeah, that's true. So uh, that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for somebody who, who might have to give up their tickets so I can go. Because, um, I mean, I'm in California and it's not really that much of a stretch for me to get there. Yeah. You might have to then as our correspondent. Yeah. And plus with the, the everybody kind of thought it was going to be over. Um, that it's still ongoing and in, in some way the pandemic, you know, is still some way, shape, or form, whatever could very well free up when things. Is that, is so that like worry. September? Or that no, I think it's. I think it's, it's been August. 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 Well, it's it was supposed to be in August last year. I'm assuming they just moved it ahead one year. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I remember reading. Yeah, and I'm I'm here locally too. I mean, I'm like 30 minutes away from Anaheim, so. Uh, oh, and I, yeah, I, did, I, didn't, ma- I didn't manage away, to get so I'm not tickets. Local, local, I, but. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm local, and I just figured, yeah, you know, it'll they'll they always free up some at the end or something. They always free up some. some, and there's always like day tickets, so there shouldn't be yeah. too much. Yeah, well, I know they're gonna have uh, Hayden out there, and you know everybody from the Obi Wan show, so that'd be that'd be pretty cool to to catch. Yeah, I went I went the last time it was here, and man, that was it was a lot of fun. So yeah, when was I that? Just, 2015 or was that? It was yeah, right before Force Awakens came out. Uh, so yeah, it was 15. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, 2015. That was so much fun. Yeah, it really was. So, so then was London so was after that one, right? Pardon? London was after that one. I went there okay. too, and that yeah. was that was loads. Oh, of fun. you went? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Uh-huh. There's blissful days when we, when when we hear those news reports about you know global pandemics happening. We chuckle to ourselves. Oh, that would never happen. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All these scaremongers. But the summer is a good time to have a a conference thingy anyway, because. Uh, it's the best time for people to be out in the fresh air and that kind of stuff. So, um, well, but in the winter, anyway. I wouldn't want to be dressed like Darth Vader out there in August. Though. 
No, no, no. <laughs> nope. Okie folks. It's time to say goodbye. And uh, we'll head time off. Time to jump in the Solak pit. <laughs> or, or back to tank. Back. Oh, yeah, we we'll to go back. That's good for you. Oh, yeah, I need some nice shiny teeth. Um, <laughs> okay. Thank you, everybody, for, for joining us this month. We will be back again next month, as always. May the force be with you. Cheers. Stay safe, everyone. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. See you later. Bye, buddy. Bye. Go switch off. very interesting yeah they kind of set it up i mean it's a difficult one because you got this movie about this this bot this thing that everybody's yeah. getting or whatever it's like well yeah i wanted to do that it doesn't should have made a furby kind of thing or something with it yeah it was a cute movie i like i liked it it was good we watched, my daughter watched it a few times by herself after we watched it so <laughs> she enjoyed it it's a good fun good fun wholesome movie though i don't i mean <sighs> You know, people also remember the grandma going around with. I gotta step away. Did she go with a knife? Didn't she go with a knife quite a lot? Didn't she? <laughs> a cleaver knife or something, didn't she? Um, it's like flipping heck. Um, but yeah, no, it, it was. It, it really did depict that kind of the, the social media stuff of getting likes and friends and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Telling people like the most important things to actually have proper friends and uh, and not try and do all that kind of stuff. But it was kind of a. Um, yeah, it was. It told a good story. I thought. It, it's funny because like it did that, but it didn't like beat you over the head with it too much, you know. Because a lot of the times when they do the, like the kids' movies, they'll put some kind of message, but they'll just like 
really keep punching it in over and over. And like this one did in a funny way, so it wasn't too bad. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> okay. So we're talking about the holiday special. <laughs> Can we not? <laughs> <laughs> no, not the holidays. Not today. No, we've done. Uh, ah. Who's somebody's going into their filing cabinet? I thought somebody was getting like um, burglarized. (laughs) (laughs) Someone's looking for the missing files. (laughs) Sacred Texas. Um. Yeah. So I've. Well, obviously, hey, Tony's not here. I just realised. What's all that thumping? That's not me. I think it's wrong. Oh man, I think it's wrong. Oh, I didn't mute. Sorry, that's me. And I no, think I, something's I, gone wrong. <laughs> Ron, have you gone wrong? <laughs> I have definitely gone very, very wrong. Okay. Well, I don't know if Tony's going to make it or not. But if he does, he's probably forgotten. Um, I can't see any sign of him being alive on recent messenger. Right, okay, so... We don't want you to miss your soccer game. No, 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 I'm just thinking, yeah, we all miss that anyway, because I will be ending the call. (laughs) Bang on, (laughs) bang on time for that starts. So we will talk about uh, Boba Fett and um, probably a bit of uh, High Republic at the end if we haven't completely exhausted uh, Boba Fett or gone off topic. Um, Like we quite so often do so okay let's get to everybody ready all got no. you seated popping <clears> in, <throat> ready to go red rubber baby bumpers rubber baby buggy bumpers red baby buggy bumpers aluminum linoleum the rain in spain stays mainly on the plane <laughs> okay. The magnitude okay. of phraseology is too copious from my immediate comprehension, causing excruciating palpitations to my cerebral cortex. <laughs> yes, okay, ready. The modern image of a modern major gen. I don't know how that <laughs> I don't Sorry, Steven, you set us off. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> All right, let's go. Star Wars. Yeah, Steven's got a time constraint. Sorry, bro.